uh, to the computer. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Hey, we back. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Let's go. We are joined by a special guest. Uh, but as always, I'm joined uh, by my esteemed brother and one of the hosts of the greatest podcast on planet Earth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Chief yeah. Chris, what's happening, bro, bro? Chief Chris, a.k.a. the Creative Chaos, a.k.a. Mr. I Don't Give a Fuck. <laughs> Representing that CDB podcast, you already know. All How right. you doing there, my brother? Uh, man, I'm always fantastic. Uh-huh. Just like Mr. Fantastic. You dig? Always moving, always grooving. I am A-Hun, the number one showrun in the motherfucking building. If you don't know, now you know. Number one rule in the universe is always to do what? Protect your mother. Your motherfucking neck. Otherwise, I'm going to cut your goddamn head off. Don't play with me. Now, of course, we would normally be joined by our brother, O.E., who will be joining us and calling in later. But we just so happen to have a special, special guest, Tiger Pearl in the building. Hey, it's your girl, Tiger Pearl, a.k.a. Danny Badu, a.k.a. <laughs> girl in the digital world. What's up? Thank you guys for letting me come on your podcast. I'm super excited. As Man, you, as are we. You know, I Thank was you looking for coming. Uh, I'm so happy that you're here because I was looking forward to having a conversation with someone that will jump on the hotel box with me. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Let's go. Let's go. Oh, now. I want you to understand that when we get to our Hotep segment, right? Because we're going to have it because you're here. It's such a special occasion, um, which, by the way, if anyone that is listening, watching this on YouTube, uh, this young lady joins us um, all the time in our Discord um, mm -hmm. server. So if ever you want to be a part of this thing, uh, a part of our HR team, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She definitely sits on the HR uh, group uh, along with Nebe. Um, there's so many our different own triangle offense over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I cannot wait. She's always jumping in and she'll be on video. She'll be cooking uh, and doing different things like that. So we got some stuff working with her behind the scenes. Hopefully that'll be coming soon to y'all later on this year. Um as soon as we possibly can, but we got to work out some things in logistics. Um, but Tyga, how are you? How have you been? I'm it's doing great. It's so know? good to see you on hey. video. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And we're recording. Let's go. Yes, we're doing this. I know. Normally, Ahun is always driving on the phone, you know, so I don't <laughs> normally I got, see your face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got stuff to do. Uh, I'm keep always trying to man. keep I'm trying to keep busy so that we can keep this moving. That's right. um, but I appreciate you and all your due diligence in the discord, uh, sure. making sure that everyone stays engaged, um, always having the VC jump in like and having really good discussions oh, uh, yeah for sure hell yeah and the more that i start to realize about it too tiger is like having you as a staple is like having a mm -hmm. matriarch within our discord you know what i'm saying oh because, man. like it brings <laughs> it brings so much joy to me just to listen to you engage with other people but then like it allows for people to have that conversation that you knew usually don't see 
outside of like a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or or any format of media, because you can like make a comment or something like that. Like we've all been a part of other channels on Discord or other groups on Facebook, whatever, or Twitter. And then it's like there's not as much engagement as you would really like to have. And you get to know mm-hmm. the people on the other side of the comments or yeah. that person. So thank you. Thank you yeah. for being here. Yes, thank you. You know, the Discord really allowed us to build our own really tight-knit community. And mm-hmm. it's been great um, being able to converse with y'all, especially during the quarantine. Like. Even even before that, you know, even when we're just on Facebook, but um, the group has always been solid since day one. So, yeah, 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 for sure. That's off to the creator over there. (laughs) (laughs) Keep Chris bringing bringing it all together. Um, Chris, do you have a vision? I had a vision, man. And um, it's just, it's just so beautiful to see everything coming together, you know, saying like the way it is right now, you know, with me and you and OE, you know, starting a podcast. Then with potentially now um, having a sister network coming on to us, join us, you know, oh, and just bro. just a lot of things that just you know it's it's, it's a blessing. It, it feels so good to see it all actually coming through. I'm um, coming true, you know, and like and it's like I I wasn't I wasn't wrong, you know what I mean? Like I I didn't when I I, I can never say that. Oh, why second guess? You know what I mean? Just uh, go ahead, dive into the shit, and you know, what I'm saying to see where it goes, you know, and absolutely, <clears throat> that's what we did. You know, we took it one step at a time, you know, and we are now here with episode 17. 17. Hey. All right, you know. so before we get into anything, oh, yeah, as always, you already know that we we like to incorporate a little bit of music just to get it started, right? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So um tiger uh being here and being again hopefully you enjoy this but chief chris and i have been working on some things so and apologies to anybody on youtube because y'all will not hear none of this but (laughs) if you listen to us on other dsps then you can definitely hear the music that we bring you dig Episode 17 of the CDB Podcast. I'm your host, one of A Hunt. You know what I'm saying? Then I got my boy Chris in the motherfucking. You dig? And we got our girl Tiger in the building. Let's go. And we keep it moving. We keep it moving. You dig. We are going to push the envelope forward as much as we possibly can. We got a little, uh, you know what I'm saying? A little change up. I wanted to show y'all what type of time we about to be on type deal. Mm-hmm. Open third eye. You dig what I'm saying? Bon bon. Defossify your pineal gland. Harry Frog. First I got my shit right, then I got my wrist right. 
Then I hit the dealership and went and got my whip right. Versace spectacles for spectators, plus the feds hate us. Still in Queens, I'm seen rocking some red gators. Bronson right next to me, clothes get rocked technically. 50 packs moving in lacks, develop equity. Monogram Monopoly is dead stock debauchery. One of a kind when getting fly, you couldn't copy me. Hopping out of Matt Black, Stephen rocking an army suit. 96 hammers on deck, but niggas hardly shoot. Harley Troop, Skywalker, grip a steering wheel. Drizzle red wine and recline, that's when we sit reveal. Disappear and deal, reappear again. I told y'all niggas from the gate that we about to win. Creamy like the honey from Copenhagen, my dope is banging. Known to float, but on a boat, you know we looking Asian. You dig what I'm saying? We keeping it moving. We keeping it moving. I can't wait till we get to Christmas songs. That's what you really don't understand. You got tigers also, right? Pops in the ghetto, they move like all right. I got many of many, sir. Yes, sir. And understand, these playlists will be available. Yeah. Killer Mike's so underrated, that whole group. Let's go! Yeah. Now, time to like the spliff on this one. As we keep it moving on the CDB podcast, episode 17, with your boy Ahan. With your boy Chief Chris, creator of chaos, with Tiger Pearl in the building. Was on my grind, it was my time. I ain't think twice. I paid that price, and we did this, nigga. Mm-hmm. Reached every goal I set. I had to sit back down and rearrange that list, nigga. Now I'm out here getting rich. You know a nigga gotta talk my shit. Yeah. And now we out here getting rich. You know a nigga gotta talk my shit. I still flexing, bitch, I'm flat. No cereal, but she like my pops. I just might drop her down from the sky. You see, got birdies, yeah, he's a flyer, baby. Constantly clean, like I got always, always RP nippy. So fresh, got Stevie behind me. Now we about to switch it up. Let's go. All the way from the UK, one of my faves, scapped in the building. I'ma break the law, then I'ma break the bank. I'ma put some in the safe, then I'ma throw some on the floor. Definitely make some more. 20 dates, had to go back on tour. She can see how I'm flexing, count my blessings, praise the Lord. You know the steeds, super grease. Nothing nice, tell the promoter, bring the peace. Still ain't safe, I'm in a party with my G's. Your girl, my girl, she's on her knees. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Nigga ain't money. Somebody, nigga ain't money no more. 
The legend of nigger in color. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Uh. Yeah. For sure. Uh, uh, she be like, yo, yo, a friend, man. Uh. You a real nigga. Yes, baby. Real After this right. short commercial break, we're about to get into it. We got a whole bunch of topics. Niggas be like, Fred, you ain't you dig? Lie. Fuck the rap shit, my gangster be solidified. Still do my business on the side. Bitch, if you police it, pay me, no, never mind. I was thug. Black and red laces in my number threes. Take a pull up off the wood and let that motherfucker breathe. Sit outside of the crib and let that motherfucker leave. Walk his ass back in and put him on his motherfucking knees. Thug. Never taking no for an answer. Might just take a loss, but bitch, I'd rather take my chances. This liquor got me lurking when you live at in the nighttime. 50 to the left, but I'm in my right mind, thuggin'. Pants gon' be sagging till I'm 40. Still lyric to sharper than these show, but show these. Before these ain't throw me in this menstrual show. These labels see how far up in their mouth my dick could go. So gon' it, choke on this meat, throw my song on repeat. Might move away one day, but I'm always gon' belong to the streets. So straight thuggin'. Uh, and it feels so good. Uh, and it feels so right. Uh, yeah, and it feels so good. Uh, and it feels so right. Cause motherfucker, I'm thug. Let's go! <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining us. If you missed the music segment that we just took, a musical interlude, it was a great way to introduce this episode 17 of the CDB podcast. Thank you all for joining us. We have a special guest in the building, Tiger Pearl. All right. So... Hey. Let's get to the shit. Man, there's so much stuff that's happened. I've got a plethora of topics that are here. Um, but as always, we like to kind of start within the culture and then expand out into other cultures. So mm-hmm. biggest thing uh, that we've had in regards to cultural impact um, is always music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is always music. And one of the big staples, at least during the last year, of the pandemic uh, has been versus. And Mm -hmm. of course we had a pretty historic versus, which was in my opinion, uh, very under um, promoted, promoted, right? Like under promoted, which we already had the previous versus when we had our last episode, uh, episode 16, we talked about soldier boy versus bow wow. But after that, and it was very soon after that. It was, it was right. Really it, yeah, was, it was really it, quick. It was super, super quick. And in the middle of the week, we had Bobby Brown versus Key Sweat, mm-hmm. and it was so under uh, promoted, promoted that I didn't even know that it actually was happening until it was <laughs> like almost over. So mm-hmm. I caught a lot of stuff late. Okay. Um, obviously, Chief Chris stays up on top. Of uh, the versus battle. So, in your opinion, uh, Chris, because I feel like when I came in, like Bobby just kind of looked like Bobby, right? <laughs> um, and then he sweat, <laughs> who looked great, was mm-hmm. not what you expect. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing, Ahun. That's why I didn't want to watch it because, like, Bobby been through a lot. Right, yeah. in the last couple yeah. years, and I was like, Bobby, you too sad to be up in front of everybody doing this. Like, like right. didn't he just lose one of his sons too, like he this year, earlier this year? Yeah, yeah, exactly. After that's... he lost his daughter and it's and Whitney, you know, Whitney, what I mean? like, yeah, that's yeah. heavy. Like, you need to heal. I don't think this is the time and place for Bobby, but you know, I appreciate. 
I do think he deserves his flowers. Absolutely. But Mm -hmm. I think he needed to heal. And I think maybe, you know, that was just, that's just my two cents. The thing for me also about going up in this battle, and it goes off of what you were saying, A-Hunt, about the Mm -hmm. lack of promotion, you know, saying for the battle, is I want to know if they had, like, an adamant amount of time to be able to prepare, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hmm. were they they, they surprised? Like it, well, it, like, it didn't look like it was like, and if it was like, I, I think Bobby needed to take like a month to get himself in shape a little something, something, you know what I mean? But um, other than that, though, you know, um, the, the lack of promotion just makes you feel like also it was like, how how much time did they have pre- to prepare for this shit? You know what I'm saying? Well, and, here's here's my thing, though, right? Because mm-hmm. we, we did see earlier that it was something connected alongside the, what, Essence Festival? Yes. Okay. Right? So... Mm-hmm. Number one, they're like, I get it, but I don't get it right. Because a lot of like you can't necessarily and I've learned this from just being around people in the industry. Right. In regards to music, you can't put anything up in regards to promotion if all the terms haven't been finalized between Mm -hmm. the artist and whatever it is that that particular event has going on so maybe that's part of the reason why you always see the names being blurred um to where they can't fully say hey this person is going to be it but then at the same time too it's like well both of these artists were performing at the essence festival then bobby brown should have done enough like going into it either to say hey i'm probably not in enough mental and physical shape to be able to mm-hmm. do this event mm-hmm. um but not only that uh I, like yeah it's just it, it, the excuse i think a little bit saying like he should have had more time like there should have been someone in his corner be like yes of course this is great for you to do because you know you're going to make money off of this Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to anything versus related. So if you're playing this stuff in your catalog, then cool. It's always going to give payback. You have ownership in it. So we want you to be a part of this. But like you said, Tiger, at the same time, it's like, is this the right time for him to do this? I don't think so. Uh, where I, I'm he in should have had his old, he should have had the OG uncle like Bobby 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 yeah, Bobby, Bobby, yeah. Bobby listen to me Bobby baby Bobby baby listen to me you know who's left around him really to you know that talk to him like that exactly. and he's already an OG like I don't know yeah. who talks to the OGs <laughs> but honestly, right I will say this much though it did look like he did enjoy himself like That's it good. did it, it looked like he had a really good time up there on the stage if you it know the spirits I love that yeah like he it, it, um that's one thing I can't say is that like even like he was back in Keith on uh, some of Keith's records Keith was coming in helping Bobby with the little vocal okay. finesse real quick you know right and then, you know Keith had it Keith was stunting last night yo like he was on some show, well not last night but the the day I think it was the first right so right um Listen, he was stunting on him. He was yeah. stunting on him. And I was and, like, yo, look at this nigga. He shows that he still got it, especially vocally. Yo, but that's the thing, though, is that Keith Sweat, as an artist overall, mm-hmm. has always been very good, not only, like, in recording, but also in his performances. Mm-hmm. Right? So. And his pen. Yeah, his absolutely. Ability, He's a know? really good writer, too. Yeah, man. A, a very underappreciated writer. So. That's the thing that I do like, and and like y'all both mentioned, like it looked like 
Bobby Brown was having a good time. So I want him to appreciate the moments that he has to be able to have that time. Right. Because we like, if we, if we go back and we look at what happened with DMX and then a couple months later, he passes on. It's like, man, we're so glad that he at least got to uh, receive some of the flowers for, you know, his musical contribution. Not only is everybody got to sit up there and watch. Absolutely. And then his cultural contribution, because, you know, we, we look at a lot of these people in the industry is like, man, like folks are dying young, old, whatever the case may be. But I think overall with versus, and especially with last year, it, it just shows you like the truthfulness within mortality. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, oh, like anybody's ready to go at any time. Right. Like yeah. there's a game out here for every and anybody, you mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, we've lost a lot of like um huge icons in this just the course of this last year, you know what I'm saying? Like cultural icons you know um just people that we you know and not even just in the music realm you know with with uh, like um actors you know athletes everything you know like yeah bro 2020 was rough and it seemed like like 2020 was so rough that we are like so... remember we just lost kobe last year bro like, right bro and, and then you can't process that like when that happened i was like did i just get nipsied again what mm-hmm. is this right mm-hmm. And then when you continue to go into it, because for me, like last year, like the epitome of and and the the ultimate like culmination of like 2020 is over was hearing that MF Doom had passed on New Year's Eve, like December 31st. It it was on Halloween. I know, no, 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 no. So we all found out about it on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. It actually happened on halloween so it was like this is the ultimate like in your face moment of 2020 being like oh yeah before i go before (laughs) and then just so you know this is not this train is not gonna like can stop at any point in time just because you're flipped over Mm -hmm. that we just want you to know uh ultimate aha moment is one of the most impactful artists in regards to underground music mm-hmm. has died, but guess what? He died on Halloween. Oh, yeah, right. He held that so, for me out for two months. Yeah, bro. But I understand from his family standpoint. Yeah, it's like they had to have their time to really to grieve, grieve yeah. because yeah, his son passed away before he did. But you also have to look at him as an artist. Like his brother passed away, which is why he stepped away from KMD. And mm-hmm. he was a signed artist under K- at, under the uh, KMD as Zevla X, and then comes back out as as Victor Vaughn, which is the moniker of MF Doom, and all these other uh, King Ghidorah, you know, so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. then we lose him, and then we just continue on, and then it's like X leaves out of here. Uh, who else was gone? Pops, Rob. Like, dude, it was yeah. nuts, bro. Mm-hmm. And this is into 2020. We're not only that, we're still talking on January 6th, like all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. And like folks ran all up in the Capitol building, started smearing poop on walls. Like, let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy that 2020, which we're really in the middle of the year, but there's been so many 
like historical events that have occurred. 2021. 2021. Yeah. 2021. Right. I caught that too, Tiger. (laughs) Like, but it's, it's, but I mean, that's how traumatized we are from the year before. You know, I feel like I don't even, I, like I totally get you the passage of time. Like everyone is discounting last year. It doesn't, it didn't count. If you turn mm. 30 last year, we're going to redo that shit this year. Okay. Right. <laughs> they ain't right. going to know, sis. They ain't going to know. Right. <laughs> 30 plus. Yeah, because y'all be lying about your damn age anyway. <laughs> right. So it's just, it, it's wild kind of going through this stuff. But, you know, overall, I'm, I'm glad that Bobby Brown did look like he enjoyed himself. For, yeah. You know what yeah, Like saying. I said, bro, if, I mean, if you get a chance to watch some, some of the highlight moments, like you, you'll see like um some of the like I like it was some pure comedy there too. Like both of them were talking so spicy to each other, but it was like spice, but it was spicy, like on some like you know, you my nigga, you my brother and everything, but uh hold this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like he was talking about oh, like how you guys made a song about the telephone, right? He was like, Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was real cute. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, he was saying it too. He's like, I'm I'm on. Keith right now. <laughs> He's, I'm an auntie mode. <laughs> okay. Okay. So but he, it was a great um show. And um like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. Because I did remember I, I, I want to ask y'all. So do you think and and Tiger, your opinion is really imperative because we talk about this often. Is like what does the evolution of like verses look like? And Chris, I, I don't know if we've really been able to, because we've talked about it back and forth, but mm. what do you think like this evolution is going to look like? Do you think this is sustainable um, that they can do like impromptu verses like this, or at least not as well promoted? I or, think- well, it did reach, um, before you answer that, Tiger, it did reach up to about 500K um, viewers on IG. And that was on IG. I'm not sure what, what the other numbers would look like, you know what I'm saying? But, and, I, and I wasn't at the point where I kept dipping in and out real quick. But um, and I was like towards the middle of it. So it was like at 500K, you know? So I don't know what the other numbers was looking like. So being that it was such a, such a short day notice, you know, it was like, what, three, four days? Like That's um, crazy for them to still get almost half a million Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or on one platform or over one, yeah. half a million on one platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, that's not even the main one that they're using right now. You know, it's Triller. And, you know, um, so I don't even know what those numbers are. But right. But go ahead, Tiger. So, yeah. So um, what do you think the evolution is going to be? What do you think that's going to look like, Tiger? I see. Well, with everything opening up, um, hopefully, you know, artists are going to get back on the road. And I think this is a great opportunity if they're able Mm-hmm. And willing to do tours or festivals of verses and thank you that's what i've been saying like, exactly. we can really tell y'all who won what like you gonna mm-hmm. hear from the yeah. like, energy is gonna be crazy but um you know for our um our older crowd like i don't want to see earth wind and fire in front of a huge crowd like i want to be right. able to hear what they're saying you know Absolutely. what i mean and i really appreciated that that made me dive right back into their catalog and mm-hmm. you know just and they lot. got some My classics agent, i remember hearing this at grandma's house mm-hmm. or with uncle bobby you know so absolutely um i definitely love that it is showcasing our culture in such a positive light and it's um just so celebratory of us 
um, and just giving you back those old memories that maybe you didn't know the name of the song, but you heard it all your life and it's, you just put a name to the right. face, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So Absolutely. I definitely love what it's doing for, um, for the younger generation to get to see these artists. Yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely. Because yeah. um, like like how you just said, like a festival, what I was saying is like, you see how like um, they got like the Coachellas and everything like mm-hmm. that. They're like two, three, four days long. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, you could, because when they first had got signed to Trilla, it was like 43 artists at the time, if I'm not mistaken, that had got a piece of that percentage pie, right? So um, they, we've, we've had at least like... um about at least like 10 different more artists that came on after that. So point being made is you got about over 50 artists, right? You break that shit to break them down in days. You know, you got certain yeah. artists, these artists on the first day, these artists on the second day, and these artists on the third day, you know, and they could, man, listen, um, let me start giving away free game. <laughs> <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. But versus holler at the chief, you know, holler at CDB podcast. My dig, with, bro. We, we be definitely tro- love to help you. <laughs> we keep trying to tell them. Keep trying to tell him. So, yeah, I think that Versus is going to have some type of evolution. I'm really excited to see what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let's go. And also, they um they did mention, like, they're playing with two different Versus right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nori versus Beans, possibly. And then possibly uh, Kim versus Nikki. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't think that's even a likely possibility let's be honest so you think nikki's gonna turn it down because it's in her corner right now there is no way that's going to happen it's not (laughs) yeah because nikki's doing a podcast on uh she's got a partnership with apple right i don't i I believe so and i know she she, i know she did have a podcast at one point i don't know what happened to her i I, I wasn't a listener anyway though no shout out to you queen bread has got to be like Crazy. Yeah, like there's right now. But 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 you know what you know what though? Like it doesn't even matter sometimes. Like what you what you get paid, or well, it does matter what you um what you get paid. But 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 they went through. But you gotta remember once um once every time that versus is over, whoever was competing in that damn um versus, their catalog is in the top ten of everything. You know, what I'm saying of whatever their genre of music is. You know, what I'm saying whether it be R and B or if it was in hip hop, like their catalogs get re- resurfaced. You know, because now you had almost a quarter million to whatever how many people that was watching it. You know. You have all that viewership, so now everybody, some of them young, who's like, "Oh, damn! I didn't know he had that." So that's just fire. Let me go yeah, back and right. listen to that whole album. You know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, I, so, so, what do you think is really? Do you think that this propels a lot of people into the spectrum of like listening to either of these artists? Because that's what I really hope actually mm-hmm. happens. But I, I don't have a definitive knowledge or understanding of what people are seeing in regards to the ripple effect mm-hmm. of being on versus. Yeah. Okay. Is I that mean, probably, and that's probably why Mary was like, what's this going to do for me? <laughs> and I think Mary that's what you mentioned. Put, but Mary just put the, her, my life album with Amazon on Amazon prime and has a whole documentary about my, my life. Like literally mm. there's an episode for every single track on that album. Like really? it's like, she is getting her coin where she needs to be. That's why she said that. Okay? Wait, hold on. So what is it? How long is each episode? I mean, I don't know, like 20 minutes. 
guess. Okay, and each episode is about the um the the, the, the tracks like on the song. Song on the track. Oh, that's, that's fire! Cool. Yeah, that's you true. said it's an Amazon Prime. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm I'm definitely check that shit out. I love yeah. me some Mary. <laughs> yeah, listen hey you know and she from yo you know yo is like the little brother to the bronx you know they bite there <laughs> not real shit like niggas no no they come down they, they come across they, they come across the 241st you know and then they be all right you know <laughs> silliness um so there's a couple other things so while we're hanging out and talking about verses we also have a uh unofficial verses where uh saint john and little Uzi Vert, <laughs> uh, little Uzi Vert squared off. Um, where some okay. it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different, but supposedly a firearm was uh, garnished. Um, so who knows what? But let me see if I can find the details. But what is going on? Like what is happening? Sounds wild. First of all, Uzi looks like real crazy all out here in the streets fighting over a chick that you're not even with no more you got jt mm-hmm. like you have a whole chocolate goddess like what is you doing you look wild dumb crazy right now mm-hmm. so right the fact and, uh, that... go ahead go ahead no no no. go ahead go go, um, cook, go go ahead cook i'm just saying if you got jt mm-hmm. what is the problem why yeah. are you stalking your ex why do you why are you worried about what they're doing over here so it just looks real, real. Yeah. Poppy. And like, and that's what I was going to say too, is like, you know, and you got to really take it to uh, consideration on how JT's probably looking and feeling right now. Like, oh, my man is out here fighting over his next bitch, like pulling guns out on niggas. Like, what's up with you, boy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, that could never be a conversation Yo, in my house. <laughs> over this bitch, because you are buying me all this stuff. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even get it. But and then, and then I heard that um somebody that she said on somebody's podcast. I can't know. I, I, I don't remember where I heard it from. But the nigga gave a thirty k on their first date. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this nigga Uzi got it like that, he, bro. He spent 12, 20, 12 to twenty million dollars to put a diamond in his forehead that he yeah taking, yeah that he ended up taking out. He had to. He did take it out. Yeah, he had to. Why? Because he was gonna die. Yeah, it was medical reasons why. Like it was some kind of complications. I heard. Like, like y'all, that, how stupid is that? You got so much money that you are putting. A twenty do or twenty something million dollars. It could it still be a twelve million dollar fucking diamond. Like, why are you doing I that? Know, I don't know which worse is the fucking forehead diamond or is it Kodak Black literally trying to flush hundred dollar bills? He's like trying to stuff them down the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> and just like throwing it off the boat. Yeah, just give it to charity if you're gonna throw it away. That's, That's a f- oh my oh, god. Wait, so no. let, go ahead, Queen Cook. Mm-hmm. I'm just and saying, man. So <laughs> that's <laughs> get it, get it, get it on the box, the on the box. Listen <laughs> here. Um, nah, but you know what though? To um about Uzi, one one more thing I want to say is that like it's it's kind of funny to hear people talking like shit, like oh, like look, um St. John type bigger than Uzi, you know, what I'm saying whatever, whatever. And I'm like, y'all niggas gotta remember. Lil Uzi ran up on Rich the Kid like, yo, what you saying, homie? Like, you want to get popping? That dude is with the smoke. and He don't give a fuck. Like, oh, you got some? You want to say some? Say to me? Like, say it to me right now. Like, what's up? Like, it, It's super wild, though, like that. And and this is maybe a conversation that's going to lead us into our, our hotel handbag on accident. But 
like the one thing that I, it brings much disdain to me when I see people that are revered in our culture that don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, it's nothing worse than seeing a little short, angry nigga going off. <laughs> like, that is the most embarrassing shit. And I heard that he, like, fell down on the ground and shit. Like, you look like a little-ass kid. Pretty much. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I fuck with you, though, Uzi. I fuck with you, though, Uzi. Yo, uh, no, he was shaking his shoulders after he got up. He was like, whatever he be doing. Now I do what I want. Now I do what I want. So basically, it's it's reported in XXL uh, magazine.com or XLMag.com that according to TMZ reports, the two uh, encountered each other outside of uh, Dialogue Cafe in West Hollywood because St. John was at the establishment with Uzi's former longtime girlfriend. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, who they've been broken up with like four years. It, it, but <laughs> this, this leads back to what Tiger was saying is like, why are you why like, bro, you whatever, keep it moving. Still pressed. Keep it moving. If you see him but doing, you know stuff. what? I just want to say prayers to the young lady because I heard she was like hospitalized and got some injuries over that. And I don't fuck with anybody. Oh, that um, Brittany. Well, I think part of that may be due to her possibly trying to break it up. Probably, you know what I'm saying? Which is like she got. Oh wow! I I didn't, I didn't hear that part, but yeah, at, prayers at out the, to shares go out to her too. At the end of the day, and this is something that was brought up in our Discord group, which I think this is going to lead us into a bunch of different things and a myriad of uh, discussions, is like we have to be able to say things about each other that does not, like when we misrepresent the culture, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So a conversation that we were having yesterday in the Discord uh, which I ended up landing on my Hotep soapbox and I started seeing it just like turn into the ring of power type deal um, is like as much as we talk about things that happen to our community from forces outside of the community, we have to also be able to hold each other accountable when mm-hmm. things within the community are happening, right? Mm-hmm. Because what usually ends up happening is that those become counter arguments to things that we are saying when we are just talking about civility, right? Mm-hmm. When we talk about civility uh, to Black Americans, to Black people globally, uh, is we are still considered, or really, if you look at it, three-fifths of a human, especially when you're talking about the American standard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because everything becomes argumentative. So when we have these conversations about what's happening or what transgressions happen to black people based on politics, legislation, all of these things, um, you know, even like the people that enforce the laws, which are the police uh, and bad policing going all the way into things within housing, um, breaking chains, even though slavery is over, you still have a lot of black Americans that suffer from financial literacy, which has created another format of Mm -hmm. shackles upon people. And it's a mental shackle. So 
Well, it's also financial, you know. Absolutely. And and if you don't know finance, then you won't know how to get out of whatever it is that's pushing you down. Right. But if you get into the right spaces and you're able to do that. And a lot of times, too, I think the best thing that this podcast and I think our discord channel shows is that like everybody is able to come together. But not only that, this is primarily been utilized by people of color to be able to create a a community and actually push each other going forward. But at the same time, too, there's times where we were like, hey, fam, that ain't it. Yeah. And then somebody. Yeah, because yeah, um, we were able to, like like you said, to build this relationship. And, and you know, um, I th- I was thinking about that the other day, too, that you what you just said about um, primarily the, the membership of the, the Discord, you know what I'm saying? And the, I mean, let's be honest, the race of it, you know? And majority of them, are, of all of us are all from the um, African-Americans, you know what I'm saying? Um, descent or some way, some form, you know? So... I think that is beautiful that we have this community that you know saying like it's a We're it's just a strong a diaspora in general. Yeah, basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Black people overseas too, you know. Mm-hmm. And what actually led to the full scope of this conversation is uh, where I wanted to get on my next topic. So, in other news, um, we saw the immediate release. <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. of Bill. Cosby. Now, uh, if you have, for any reason at all, uh, not graced any format of social media or news or anything like that, because it was all over the news, um, is Bill Cosby was released from prison. Now, Mm -hmm. uh, if you know the whole Cosby story, he was, uh, you know, found guilty of drugging and raping women he had i think over 50 different women Mm -hmm. women that testified against him and a lot of times in what (laughs) i've seen on social media is people celebrating his release certain people believe that he was somebody that was targeted um we i don't know necessarily if this report is true but we heard reports that bill cosby uh, at one point in time or multiple times tried to purchase nbc um, the network mm-hmm. and uh, came up um, uh, empty handed in both of those attempts. Um, and then it led to a conversation in the discord. So um, it, before I make any comment, what are either of your thoughts? And I think it, we should lead the way with Tiger here because. Oh, yeah. Let as the a queen fe- take the floor. As a female, <laughs> this is important <laughs> because. You know, uh, a lot of women get into situations where, you know, they're not able to address an accuser. Um, they live with that. And, you know, as a female, we, we want to really be able to understand and hear um, the point of view, even though we know that you don't represent all females and all. No. Yeah, um, and- no, but, you know, and I think that's another thing that just like it's like it was perfect for this whole episode because right. you no, know, like it all like, works like, oh, it worked out so perfect for this but, episode because i'm like oh i need we need a female's opinion on I, this i really wanted to hear it so uh if you could please tiger let us know your thoughts yeah let's go bill cosby this <clears throat> is the guy for so long he made what was so cool about being black he like shamed us for it you know what i mean like 
I have a I have mixed feelings about Bill in the first place, but then when we came to find out or all of these women started coming out and telling their stories, it was just not looking good for Bill. And to see um, people celebrating his release and saying that this means that he was really innocent the whole time, that's not mm -hmm. the way it works. That's not why he's freed right now. It was because of, I'm going to say clerical errors. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there was a problem with the paperwork, okay? There was no doubt, I think, yeah, if guilty. there's one, there's a problem. If there's 50, 60, 50 to 60, and I'm sure there are probably way more that haven't come out, you know what I mean? Like, it's not okay. It's not okay um, to see um, this man that everybody, you know, coming up in the 90s and the 80s and stuff saw as a father figure and right. took mm -hmm. the shot to see her um, celebrating his release and thinking that, that that shocked me too. But I, I kind of wasn't shocked because she was supporting him the whole time anyway. Uh, so we're talking about Felicia Rashad. Yes, yes, um, yes. Like she and even tweeted something about yeah. that. Yeah. And so if anybody isn't aware, uh, soon after Bill's release, Felicia Rashad, uh, who was his co-star on the Cosby show as his wife, Claire Huxtable, um, mm -hmm. was very celebratory of him being released and released uh, a statement and immediately black twitter was like uh turn off them comments sis because it's coming and it's yeah. going to and <laughs> she was you know what though right. i will i will say one thing though honestly about her though she's a real one she ain't i mean whether she believed her friend you know what i'm saying and i don't know what this relationship and situation is you know what I'm saying because i don't know how you could think that all 50 women are fucking lying you know what i'm saying yeah, like you said tiger so it's like like I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you continue to get your shit up because I got, I'm gonna get my. Sh no, mm. I mean honestly, I think it's uh very appalling that he was released because he was trying to get out all through quarantine and Corona. He was fine. Why didn't you just let him sit tight? So um, I am very disappointed that whatever loophole they were able to find to pull this off is working. Um, it just goes to show it's all about the money and the right lawyer, okay? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. if it was anybody else, it would have been their life. <laughs> right, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Chris, I, I want you to continue with your take. <laughs> um, how do you feel about, you know, all of this? So as we are up to speed is it was a clerical error in some way, shape, or form mm -hmm. um, that he was able to get out. Uh, I think money had a lot to do with it and uh, what he was paying into his lawyers. So they were doing work um, for him. And I understand they did their job. Yeah. Yeah. I understand what it is. Right. Um, For me. I right, So check this out. All right. Because I got a lot of gripes with some of these niggas that mm -hmm. we have in the group on Facebook and a lot of these niggas. You know, but I ain't going to say nobody name on the air. You know, I ain't going to put niggas on blast. They already know who they are, you know, and it's like this. First and foremost, you know what I'm saying? Like I was been we've been repeating, it's over 50 women, right? Right. There's no way they're lying, right? All of them, right? Maybe some of them, all right, cool, could be questionable, whatever. We're not going we're not gonna discount it, uh, at least at least half of them or telling the truth, you know, at least more than probably half, you know. So that's still 25, exactly, right? 
people were accusing you, like you said, we grew up watching this man on TV. You know, he was the 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 the, the black America, you know, saying uh American dream, you know, so to speak. You know, he was a, a successful uh doctor, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or a professor, mm-hmm. you know, and uh he was a doctor on the show. Yeah, you know, so it's just like, you know, and then even the, with the spinoff with a different world, you know, like he had like all of this shit, like it was just nothing but just positivity coming from this man, you know. So to see him in a certain type of light, you know what I mean? Like it was just bullshit for, for me to even like feel like, damn, I really used to look up to this dude. Like I, I, I felt I felt hurt for that, you know. And then it's because you never really know who a person is. You know, I don't know this man personally, you know. I just know what I see on TV and shit and That's who right. he portrays to be when he's out in public. And, and right. paparazzi is taking a flicks on him, you know. That's who I know. But just to see that, that this is like potentially who the fuck this guy really is, some nasty, nasty, nasty yes. shit, you know? Yes. And like I don't condone that shit. And niggas who's rocking with him, like I don't rock with y'all niggas like that either. Like, <laughs> like on some real G shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. Everybody know that Mr. I don't give a fuck. Like, listen, that's some nasty shit. Like, y'all can't be rocking with me like that. Like, you know, like, like you gotta really like there's a time where you really gotta be a man to stand on some shit that's that's morally right, you know? Right. Like like fuck out of here! Like these niggas and they they got all their morals all fucked up, you know. Like I I just wonder like if I would have been your mom's like you be on some championing him that he's home. Nah, you if you know what I mean like like that's crazy. Like that's, that's crazy, mo. Like I really don't get that shit. And like I said, fuck them niggas who who feel like that. Like I don't give a fuck how y'all feel, Mister Chris, Chief Chris, aka Creator Chaos, aka Mister. I don't give a fuck. You already know who it is. You know. Come on. All like. right. So <laughs> now that we have that. Uh, both your takes, which I think are very important to have. Um, This is where I kind of wanted to delve into this, and this will lead into just so many uh, conversations, which I think this will eventually get us to our critical race theory uh, discussion, which I have been waiting for. But um, the whole point about this with Bill Cosby, which I think you both uh, briefly touched on uh, very well, is that he represented um, a different perspective of what what has been stereotypical in regards to um, representation of black culture in media. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So more, more often than not, you would have that like black people are either portrayed as an athlete, a dope boy, an entertainer, mm-hmm. and these are stereotypical of things. But, you know, when you start to see other ideals where you have a, a black dancing too, like, right? Absolutely. They love to, they love to, to uh, make these movies with hip hop dancers and shit. Wait a minute. Um, so then you have, uh, you know, a different perspective that you see where it, it's not, one shade of black there are so many different perspectives you have a black nuclear family which is shown on tv you have a father who's a doctor which is rare if you ever see a black Mm -hmm. doctor in media um Mm -hmm. at least especially during the time of when it originally came out on tv like on tv yeah the 80s right so then it's like what are we really actually seeing in front of us not only that it led to think about it we've like digressed in terms of our upn days you know what i mean or just 
all those representations on TV. Like right. in the early 2000s, they started whitewashing us and making us really, really mixed or, or really light or, you know what I mean? Like it got crazy. That's a fact. So, like, it's, uh, it, and I think you're getting ready to lead into a, a way of explaining it is that like, there is no deep like enjoyment of like dark skin. If you do see it, which we even have this conversation within our own community, uh, mm-hmm. light skin versus dark skin, which I think that that <laughs> like there is a plethora of ways that we could take that conversation. So your light skin niggas, of course, <laughs> right? Now here's nah, what I just say it's just here's jokes. what we're saying. Now it is <laughs> joking, but at the same time too. No, nah, I know, but that's, that's how rooted, it is. That's rooted. Uh, yeah, in- I didn't even know Ahan was light skin because he always has his mask on when I see. Him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, like what's the real shit? Like I feel you though. Like it is like it is a big thing going on in the community. You know, what I'm saying it, they, now they put, I. I think where the reason why it's it's a big and you have to have this conversation is because there has been so much loathing of black skin that now we are just starting to get to a point of where we appreciate it. But at the same time, too, you start to see people that are outside the culture that like, you know, I always laugh at it because it's like white people want to go tan. But for what? What you going to do with that? Right. Like, what are you going to do with the tan? especially you're only going to have it for so long and then it goes away. <laughs> and then with, if I say black lives matter, well, all lives matter. Wait a minute, bro. You think just because, or my favorite, which is like, bro, I'm getting almost as dark as you. Yo, literally any, if you ever say that, <laughs> you ever say that to somebody with dark skin, they should without question, be able to just sock you dead in your shit. Like no, no, that's just a smack. Like, like, no, I'm talking like closed fists, a backhand, open hand, all things are acceptable. <laughs> dig that. what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like when we're talking about, so there's so many different conversations that we can have here. But when we're talking about Bill Cosby and a lot of people, which you see people in the comments, oh, he's a rapist, he's blah, 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 this, that, and the third. But then they don't keep that same energy mm. when it comes to white people or anybody that's non-black in entertainment, right? We had a president who was accused of sleeping. Well, he wasn't accused. They actually found out the homie slept with a porn star and then paid her off in hush money. But then when he came out, he still like somehow like none of it landed on him, right? Mm -hmm. They killed her. They dragged her on the internet. Or, or... I don't want to be having our black men trying to reach up to white men's standards. So right. But we have our own standards. We have our, we, you're right. But my thing is, is that where is the same energy, right? Because what happens is that people that are accused of rape, if you're white, uh, get a monument, Mm. right? If we talk about anything, Thomas Jefferson, Homie is on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. He is on a dollar bill, a format of currency. Mm. You dig? But, but it goes further. Then you even have a bunch of people that claim sexual misconduct to a guy that was running for president. He still gets elected because there were so many people that just really didn't like Barack Obama. 
Mm. Not only that, just for pure spite. We y'all really we, think that, that y'all really think that um Trump stepping in after um Obama was like a bro they, like a, they yes because they allowed everything that Trump was like everything that they wanted Barack Obama not to be able to do like electing uh, a judge mm-hmm. two hundred and thirty four days before the end of his presidency yet in forty five days they allowed Donald Trump to elect a Supreme Court justice. 45 days before the end of his presidency. You dig what I'm saying? Like, so if we're talking about equality and equivalence, they were so adamant about trying to get a black man out of the most powerful seat in Mm -hmm. our country, out of it, right? That they, well, we'll let the other guy do whatever he wants. Yeah. Because he's with us. But not only that, there was also a gentleman that was accused for rape who ended up becoming a Supreme Court justice. But we can't go back in his timeline when he was in college. And Well, he was in college. You know, it happened. They pulled up the rap sheet for Bill Cosby in the 70s. You see what I'm saying here? They pulled out all the receipts. So, and, and hear me, hear me clearly, folks. I'm not with Bill Cosby. What I am saying here, you just want it to be. um, If it's going to be equal across the board, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's Harvey Weinstein. Okay, cool. So what? Get all the weirdos. (laughs) Get all the weirdos. Get all the freakazoids. Get all the morally bankrupt people out of whatever comfort zone that they are in and put them where they need to be. But at the same time, too, don't ever fix your motherfucking face and tell me about somebody's past history. And that is a justification for why you put your knee on their neck for eight minute and 46 seconds and then say, well, you shouldn't have resisted. Well, he was a lifetime criminal. Well, he was on drugs. Fam, if y'all do that, I get to grand like drag your TT, your aunt, your grandma. I get to take your old racist Confederate uncle and knock his like Confederate statue down or tack his name out off of some wall that y'all built on Native American land, right? Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest. But y'all want to tell me that you're 164 Cherokee. Bitch, how? <laughs> how do you think you are 164 Cherokee? <laughs> y'all raped and pillaged an entire country and eradicated. But they're so proud of that fact, but never think how that happened. Yeah, 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 I just and want some people about that. I just want some people to tell me about their native heritage and tell me mm-hmm. about some Native American history that you know. Don't tell yeah. me that you're 164th, uh, 68th, 56th of a percentile Blackfoot. I don't see no <laughs> form of that on you. But then you argue that you shouldn't learn critical race theory, which is where I've been going. Oh, Lord. Here we go. So, 
Before we really get into our hotel bag, I would like for us to have a musical interlude mm-hmm. because I'm with and as always youtube my apologies sorry not sorry so sorry so sorry but this is episode 17 of the cdb podcast with our special guest tiger pearl in the building a hunt chris you may know not to capitulate to terrorist demands. should be happening soon. That no concessions policy remains in force. In spite of the wildly speculative and false stories about arms for hostages and alleged ransom payments. And this just so happens to be a song about one of the most respected presidents, according to white Americans, Ronald Reagan. Some bullshit will we ever do it bigger? Just keep settling for little shit. We brag on having bread, but none of us are bakers. We all talk having greens, but none of us on acres. If none of us on acres and none of us grow wheat, then who will feed our people when our people need to eat? So it seems our people starve from lack of understanding. Cause all we seem to give them is some balling and some dancing. And some talking about our car and imaginary mansions. We should be indicted for bullshit we inciting. And the children deaf and pretending it's exciting. We are advertisements for agony and pain we exploit the youth we tell them to join the gang we tell them dope stories introduce them to the gang just like all of the north introduced us to cocaine in the 80s when them bricks came on military plane talking about the crack epidemic i told the american people i did not trade arms for hostages my heart and my best intentions still tell me that's true but the facts and the evidence tell me it is not the end of the reagan era i'm like lemma 12 old enough to understand the shit that changed forever they declared the war on drugs like a war on terror but what it really did was let the police terrorize whoever but mostly black boys but they would call us niggas and lay us on our belly while they fingers on their triggers they boots was on our head they dogs was on our crotches and they would beat us up if we had diamonds on our watches and they would take our drugs and monies as they pick our pockets i guess that that's the privilege of policing for some profit but thanks to Reaganomics, prison turned to profits Cause free labor's the cornerstone of U.S. economics Cause slavery was abolished unless you are imprisoned You think I ambush it and then read the 13th Amendment Involuntary servitude and slavery it prohibits That's why they giving drug offenders time and double digits Ronald Reagan was an actor, not at all a factor Just an employee of the country's real masters Just like the Bushes, Clinton and Obama Just another talking head telling lies on teleprompters If you don't believe the theory and argue with this logic Why did Reagan and Obama both go after Gaddafi? We invading sovereign soil, going after oil Taking countries is a hobby, paid for by the oil lobby Same as in Iraq and Afghanistan And I'm a dinner judge, say they coming for Iran They only love the rich and how they love the poor If I say any more, they might be at my door Not now though, I know, I got it Staring in my window, doing that surveillance on Mr. Yo, technical difficulties. <laughs> no dead air, guys. <laughs> Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, guys. Sorry, technical difficulties. Um. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so um, where are we gonna head to next after that? That was uh, some pretty deep shit. Um, uh, Aaron says, hold on. One in a critical race theory. Yeah. Just gonna get me started. <laughs> oh, we about to get it? <laughs> you know how we about to get into it. Uh, you already know it. Yes, he is back. Ladies All right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to episode 17 of the CDB podcast uh, with our special guest, Tiger Pearl, in the building. So, uh, we just finished listening to Reagan by Killer Mike, uh, one of my favorite tracks. Uh, but we are getting ready to land uh, knee deep. On the whole tap step. Mm-hmm. Right? Open your third eye, decalcify. <laughs> your penny is bland. <laughs> we are going to talk a bit of critical race theory. Um, this is such a big and heavy topic. We recently, on the last episode, talked about um, different um, uh, lawmakers and legislators who were very much against it, but they were only against it from the simple standpoint that they would not like for it to be taught in K through 12 schools, many of which um, in regards to that, and, and we can get into a little bit deeper in regards to like certain um, uh, laws or legislation, but in essence and in short, Instead of trying to look this stuff up, the, the the overall thing is that they don't want to teach the concepts mm-hmm. of bigotry and racism. Unfortunately, that is the elemental backbone of the United States of America. And mm-hmm. most of the first world countries, we still see the ripple effects that that has had on other nations. Uh, especially and predominantly um, to the African continent, because a lot of things are extorted and taken from the African nations and used all across the globe. Uh, Where do you think that we are able to get the things that are needed for us to even bring you this podcast or for you to even be able to listen to this podcast? Mm-hmm. So, this is what they are teaching already in universities across America, especially when it comes to law. But it seems that a lot of people that vote on these particular things don't even know what they're voting for. They are just being told by talking heads that regurgitate bullshit all the time. That critical race theory is going to make the black people angry. No, it's not. And if you really believe that, niggas have been angry since the end of the Civil War. If at any (laughs) point in time, we really decided to get, like, we wanted to create and start some static, it would have happened a long time ago. Hence, why y'all were able to do most of the things you did Mm -hmm. and not only that uh we don't even look at the ripple effect that has occurred so (laughs) tiger i need for you 
<sighs> to put on the hotel. All right, I'm about and to go there because like there's different. Oh, bro. Okay, first of all, critical race theory. If we're really talking about what they're actually talking about, is a course that is learned in a university, like you said. So you wouldn't be teaching this in K through 12 in the first place. Now, the reason why they don't want that age range to know about critical race theory, which is really just history, let me be clear, because like you said, it's embedded within our American history. So if you had to take some sort of standardized learning test, as we all do in our mm -hmm. school systems, you would know our history and it's embedded from the beginning, okay? There's uh -huh. no trying to sugarcoat that. And the reason they don't want our young kids to realize this while they're young, we can just look at it in terms of statistical perspective if you wanna play into stereotypes. You know, if black and brown kids aren't graduating from high school, they're at least starting in case, you know, from kindergarten, mm -hmm. elementary school, if we're not if we're not teaching them their own history or the real truth about their history while they're young, we will be able to pacify them and at least be able to mold their brains. So if they do, you know, drop out as you know black and browns they normally do because they're not going to finish high school. Let's be honest, they're not going to get an education after that. So if we're able to brainwash them young and um, uh, let them know that they've been slaves from the beginning or not really teach them the truth about everything that they built in this country from the beginning while they're young, um, you know, we can make sure that they want to integrate and assimilate and want to be white like us. You know what I mean? Like, right. Mm. Bruh, don't even get me started. I have um, a lot of younger brothers. I'm the only girl. Um, so one of my younger brothers, when he was in elementary school, and younger, you know, he came home and he just didn't want to be black. And I was like, what are you talking about? Our whole family is black. He didn't want to, um, you know, he was literally, I don't even think he was five yet. So like kids are picking up on this. You know what I mean? They're young. If the, if the kid, if your kid can pick up an iPad and work that before he can talk, they can pick up hints and social cues when they're out there and they're treated differently than Jessica or Bryant or whoever right. on the playground or in the classroom. So I don't want people out here saying that critical race theory is not, even if you don't teach us the truth, you're still injecting your own critical race theory if you come in, if you're a teacher that comes into a teaching pre with prejudice. You know what I mean? If you're not telling the truth and you're telling your version of the truth, you're teaching it with a, through a lens and prejudice that that kid is gonna internalize because they're young and they look up to you and they take what you're saying to be as, as fact. And so now we have generations of kids now want to especially in. because you know what with your parents like the number one thing growing up in school i mean in our households was like you know make sure you pay attention what in your school. teacher teaches you, you know saying like what's going on in school like right that's what you're you supposed know to so to. like you said like if they teach misrepresenting like the actual facts about things you know saying and and not teaching us the whole entire truth then at the same point then they're not really being like the but right leaders the for us. You know, we never be relying on them to tell us our history and our truth. We, no, need, it should, be, mm -hmm. we need to be having that supplemental talk with our kids when they come home. Oh, your teachers taught you about 
you know, uh, Columbus, let me tell you the truth about this dude. Let me tell you why all of our, um, our brown and Native American friends do not fuck with that nigga. Let me tell you what he really did to us over here, okay? You know what's crazy, though? It's like you said, like, they don't they don't do that together. They don't have group meetings about that anymore. And, no. like, you know, on some real shit, like, you really got to think about it. We was growing up. A lot of us got taught, like, certain knowledge, especially about the five percenters, you know what I'm saying, and all that, because they had those meetings, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, knowledge is we don't have, like, we don't have, like, meetings anymore where it's, like, you know, where we all just trying to provide, like you said, financial um, literacy, uh, fucking, you know, and just trying to, also just trying to help people and, and, and giving them opportunities when we are in a, um the accurate amount of space, you know, mm-hmm. like, if I make a financial amount a great financial amount of money, you know, I'm, I may be able to put certain people on and do certain things, you know, like, but like, we need more people to just step up and just do shit like that locally, not just like we're just somebody famous when you see somebody fucked up or something like that. Or just look out for your homie. Cause, like, I get that, but like, you really want to step up in your communities, like, you got to really get go back like, and teach communities. If they come home from school, they'll go to like a French class or they make you go to Chinese school or you have to mm-hmm. go to Jewish school. We don't have a place for, yeah. I mean, what do we have? We have Boys and Girls Club, maybe? I don't right. know. Where's the place that we, commu- like, outside of Facebook, outside of Instagram, where do Black people get together and have real communities in the real world? Right. Like you touched place- something even extra special because you said Facebook and Instagram, and that's just not even the half of it. We but Snapchat here, and everything. Here's like, the thing, These though. kids don't do nothing yeah. no more. All so. right. So here's the thing, though. Hey, we got our guest joining us. Let's go. Go. Let's go. Who is that? I jump into. Woo, buddy. Listen, you came in. Listen, I'm only, I'm here for a little bit of time. I just wanted to make sure and come see my people. Let's Uh, go. Of course, Tiger, you know, welcome to the space. What up? Looking radiant. (laughs) He's looking mm-hmm. radiant over here. I know. I told her she looked like Tiger Lily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, you, y'all, y'all, y'all know who I am. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. We in the building. Uh, just oh, wanted to e, pop welcome, in with my sir. people. Welcome. What, 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 what are we chatting about? What are we talking man, about? So oh, man, so you just happened to come in at the Hotep. right time, my guy. <laughs> I need you to put your Hotep hat on because we're yeah. definitely oh, into the critical race theory discussion. Um, but it really, we're just talking about at least to catch up into it. So what led us here is talking about Bill Cosby, um, and talking about, uh, keeping an equal amount of like dialogue for people that are like Bill Cosby is a black entertainer. They, they've made a, a dramatic impact in the staple of, uh, black media right Mm -hmm. a cultural impact but not only that at the same time too we still are not keeping it equal right in regards to holding what his like people that are white counterparts Mm -hmm. that have some type of big impact and making it the same energy right Mm -hmm. so a lot of this leads us about like a Jeffrey Epstein, like yeah, or that, a Donald Trump, or vein. whatever, or whatever yeah. the dude sense. was that ended up on um, Capitol Hill as, uh, or excuse me, in in the Supreme Court uh, as one of the uh, newly elected Supreme Court justices. 
during the last presidency of number 45. Um, but then also even looking into uh, discussions of critical race theory, where legislation is now being brought to the forefront that they don't even want to teach it. Well, listen, mm. man, we've always been, people of color has always been, always been behind the eight ball. It's, it's just always, it's always been stacked against us. It's, mm -hmm. Now they, now they're trying to erase the history. That's, that, this is, this is the point we're getting to. It's, it's not even erasing. The they just want to omit it. Yeah. Like, no, it never happened. That's what they're saying. Like so they, they just want to omit it. Nah. Listen, so uh, this is where neo-colonialism comes into play. I bring this word up very often, but it seems uh, the more I bring it up, more people like tone out. Um, but when we have conversation about critical race theory, which imperialism, uh, okay. imperialism uh, which uh, shout out to uh, one of our discord members, Serial. Uh, he and I definitely got into an in-depth conversation, yeah, right? Um, but it's something. No, no, no. It's not serial. That's Dom. Hey, Dom. Remember, name? She was like, "Hey, Dom." What type of room did I walk into? Yeah, hey, Dom. You no, know, no, no. Yo, fuck you, serial. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Respect you know, respectfully. Nah. <laughs> but that's uh, Nate Bay right there. No, no, no. Where we shut down the discord, where we get into it with our race conversations. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I leave y'all to ISO all that. There. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, Cyril and I were talking about it, and, and he brought up a really important topic where America has always utilized the slave class, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, at one point in time, they realized that they weren't going to be able to adequately share the land that the natives. Uh, already owned. So what they were going to do is they were just going to wipe them out because they called them <laughs> savages. Yet the boom, people boom, that were actually boom, bang, bang. the people that were actually savage were the ones that weren't mm -hmm. even invited. Y'all just came over. I'm saying though, right? But why are you here though? But but <laughs> y'all keep bringing up stuff mm -hmm. that it's so long ago. Y'all, why are y'all bringing it up? Yeah. They came up to they came up to Plymouth Rock and you know what happened? They's like they took it. Oh, hey bro. guys, what's they going took on? It. Uh, yeah, you know yeah, you can pay us for this snow. land. Yeah. Hey you. Oh no. Well, we'll you just guys are savages. We gotta wipe you all out. Literally we'll, five generations ago, literally your right. grandfather's grandfather. Okay? And we'll just we'll just put you we'll we'll put you in the concentration camps, but we'll call them reservations because you know. Uh, and we're going to keep moving these reservations. Better. Yeah. And by the way, we're also we we have sovereignty over your reservations, even though we made it, um, you know, a part of legislation that mm -hmm. this is protected land. And it's so where's this reservation going to be? Oh, no, it's it's about a good fifteen hundred miles. Oh, well, y'all going to take us there? No, no. That way. Y'all just got to go. Oh, oh, by the way, that way. <laughs> take, okay. take this smallpox blanket with you. Yeah, whole lot. Wrap up with that, right? Know? It'll it'll keep you warm, but you might end up. It, it'll kill you. It'll, it'll you, kill you too. It'll, you'll at least just be don't warm. inhale. Yeah, yeah, you'll be warm for the night. You'll you'll I'm be right. warm while you die. Um, but so listen, <laughs> this all of this is is just another another layer of already the the onion that is America. They they this is it's crazy. They give you oh yeah they, yeah they listen they they say. They give you shit and they say it's sugar water. Like they won't 
the more we get educated, the more they're going to try to oppress. Right. It's mm. crazy. So then here's, here's the funny thing. If you look at um, in 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 the man, there's so many different layers because we can talk about gentrification where, you know, uh, black communities are uh, overly policed, even though the police mm. that are policing those communities don't actually live in those communities. They live outside. Oh, no, they do that for safety oh, reasons. Uh, the, a cop told me that. The, the Hold on. Let me ask you a question, though. All of y'all. So um, I want to get everybody's opinion real quick. Uh, we'll start with you, Tiger, since you're um, a guest of the show. Um, do you do you believe that um, every officer um, who patrols the, the city, they should patrol, like, at least they're not, they're not their neighborhood, but somewhere, like, close to the neighborhood? Like, it shouldn't be, like... All right, let's just say, for instance, given me and Omar, right, we're from New York, right? Um, I, I shouldn't be for the Bronx and just police out in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I should be. I think there's going to be some biases there. Um, I definitely think if you're going to be in charge of a community, well, not in charge, but um, servicing that community, you need to understand that community's needs specifically, mm -hmm. who you're dealing with. You need to know faces, who the shop owners are, mm -hmm. who the um, old lady is sitting at the bus stop every day. You know, mm -hmm. you need to be aware of the community that you're stepping into and how your presence affects them. Like just seeing your presence in the mm -hmm. community, whether it's a good or a bad experience, it's totally up to how you interact with them. And so that impression that you give to the community is super key. And if you go in there acting like you know everything and you don't care about the culture and the history that goes into every single block and brick and mm -hmm. um, you know cross rock and, and park, what have you, every street corner, every front stoop, Okay, you need to um, really, I feel like, have connections with the people that you're going to be serving. Otherwise, it's, it's, people are not, people don't follow um, a set system or a protocol or operation, you know what I mean? So this is not, nothing should be looked at as one, one catch-all type of deal. So I definitely believe that you should have some sort of connection to the community if you're going to be serving it. Now, I, would, I do want to ask this. So do you think also, too, that if we are teaching critical race theory, especially to potential officers of the law, mm -hmm. that it, teaching critical race theory allows for there to be an adaptation in policing policies? Uh, but not only that, but policing practices. Well, to, if we're going to be 100% honest, <laughs> I think it's ridiculous that lawyers have to go to school for years, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on education, know the law, but the enforcers is is can my, do that in six months. Right okay? Mm -hmm. so, Let's go! <laughs> if you I'm going to be real about this. Listen, this, is what, mm. this is why she's one of my favorite people, because she took that right out of my brain. Mm. Open your like, third I, eye, I son! Gonna, I was going to... I was. <laughs> she cooking literally, let her cook let her cook yeah, listen. literally if we have lawyers defending us that need that amount of education i think the enforcers should double that because if mm -hmm. you're out here um literally with people's lives in your hands you need to understand what the repercussions are and the consequences because a lot of them are out here they don't even know the law that they're trying to enforce they don't no mm -hmm. so critical when you bring critical race theory into it, like I don't even, I don't even know where that phrase came from. 
it's American history. You need to learn the truth. Learn your history mm. and accept it for what it is. So if you can't accept the history, I don't think you should be put in that pos critical position of power that it has right now. You know so what they're going to say to counter that? Mm. That's their story. That's not my story. <laughs> but wait a minute. Hang that's, on. That's what. This is exactly what they're going to say. On. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me cook. This is. <laughs> this is the, their counter argument, which is asinine. Mm -hmm. Your aunt, those are my ancestors' uh, doings and dealings, and they acted that way. That's not me. No, mm -hmm. that shows that that's you every day. Mm -hmm. Every day that you don't speak out against injustice, every day you don't speak out against wrongdoing, anything, anything racial that you're quiet about, you're you're exacerbating the issue. You, Let's you're, go. You're, you're, mm -hmm. you're putting yourself in that crosshair. I don't care if you you say, "Oh, I'm not racist." I have such and such black friends. Well, you know, I go I to this. I go to that. A great metaphor for that. It was like, okay, say the you and uh, you know, say there's this company, right? And everybody that owned the company, um, uh, they didn't like disabled people, so they made sure it was there was no access, there was no ramp to get into the front door. It was no way for disabled people to get into the building. But then the new owners of the building, they don't have anything against disabled people. You know, they don't have a problem with them at all. But mm -hmm. the ramp they still didn't. isn't there. The systems that you need to accommodate that person aren't mm -hmm. built exactly in. So Let's until you fix go. them, until exactly you point. fix those problems, Let's they're going to continue to be there. Go. Okay, so Listen, the same exact thing. Fix your house. In the great words of a, <laughs> of a poet that we all know, uh, who's currently uh, still incarcerated on trumped up charges in Mexico. Uh, <laughs> in the great words of Sloan, I don't give a fuck what you, what, what you think. What are you going to do to fix it? Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing anything to fix it, you're still part of the fucking problem. Okay. So, let's so he told me to tell all of y'all, by the way, listen, he'll be home soon. He's going to be, he's going to join us very soon. He's just, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Things, you know, in Mexico, man, we gotta we gotta send some pesos on his books, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. He needs some <laughs> tortillas. He said just send him tortillas. I got soft you. shells. Uh, <laughs> soft shells. So here's here's a conversation that I think all of us have so much emphasis in, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, like it, a lot of people don't want to talk about what has happened in the history, but they still want to keep all the fruits that came from right. that history. That's right. Right. Which is mm -hmm. neo-colonialism in a nutshell. You yeah, know that true. the system has been so bad, but you, you want to say, Oh, I know that's so terrible, but I'm still going to enjoy what my they're, forefathers. They're, they're going to go under the veil of, uh, Oh, it's indoctrination. No, the fuck it's not. No, that happened with y'all. It's not indoc. Mm. That's just, that's what y'all did. We're just learning from y'all now. now. Right. Now we're, we're trying to teach our generation, our next generation. What, how to handle things. Yes. Because mm -hmm. we've been, and I'm, a, I'm, I know I'm a catch some flack. We've been on, on the sidelines for too fucking long. We, we've, we have not done enough. We need to do more. Right. Like all of these riots, all of this thing, this is a great start. But we just imagine if instead of people of Caucasian descent on January 6th didn't do that, if it was all people of color, do you know the massacre mm -hmm. that would happen? 
That's a fact. That would have been you the biggest massacre since Tiananmen Square. That trust me, this would have that would have been a moment in infamy of in United States history. Of course. Right. Now that it, it is, but it's not to the point where they they didn't shoot one person. They didn't they didn't hit one person. They did, I, I, they they didn't shoot. They didn't shoot one, but that was only when yeah. she got way too close. Oh, mm. when she when she tried to open the door to the fucking Senate floor. Yeah, the, well, the, she the they they no. Here's the thing: if y'all watch the video, uh, because the Babbitt pack got open after the police, they said, "Hey, we're not here to fight y'all. We're here to get them." And then yeah, the police, they were like, "We'll let y'all go, but if y'all want to stay here, hey, you gonna find out." And then Listen, they now, homie was literally. Was- Homie was literally 5,000 people of color doing that. Homie was literally standing in front of a cop and punching around him and breaking the glass behind him on the doors that were leading into the center. Exactly. So exactly when when homegirl tried to jump through the window, thinking everybody was going to go with her, boop, got shot Mm -hmm. in the neck. And then you saw it. Now, now, imagine it was 5,000. Mind you, five thousand niggas. I'm guess what happened? If you trust and believe, nah, bro. I mean, they have pulled bro, out the, the moment, We don't the moment, really... the moment they even try to cross that like barrier. All five thousand people is it, they bleed like shot. Time, time out. Time they out. Time out. You know what they're gonna so, do? They'll be like, "Yo, fuck the Capitol. Listen, drop the bomb, yo. Here's the bomb that bitch. Here's the thing. And we'll deal with everything later. They shot a woman for trying to do a U-turn." Outside of the capital with her like, baby, on, with her baby, shot her, killed her, put the baby in the car. Listen, if you got that type of, of energy for those people. You got that type color. of energy for 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 us when they when these people did that. Y'all should have emptied clips. Y'all should have reloaded. Yo, it is always y'all reloaded. It is always shoot to kill when it comes to anything, when it comes to law enforcement, we've seen enough of it mm-hmm. on TV. So, everything is justified. Everything is yeah. brought up. You bring so, up somebody's on, past. On you this try to, day, you just throw all of that training. Wait, and wait, let's just be clear. That's justified window. on them, though, on their department. You know what I'm saying? We, oh, ain't, no. Listen, we don't I've agree with that bullshit. Right? I know I have a couple of cop friends, and they tell me this. This is their motto. I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. And they, they, he lives by that shit. I feel him, my nigga, but, but at the end of the day, I don't fuck with 12 like that. You know what I mean? Like, and this is crazy. And I'm like, yo, like, how do you live your life like that? But I'm not, I'm not awesome. Like, like, this is the way we were taught. I, I'm this awesome, like, we fuck 12 and all that, my nigga, but I'm not really awesome, fuck 12 type shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't fuck with them niggas. You know what I mean? I leave them no, alone. Listen, I, I live my I life. Was, I'm a righteous I man. I do what I do. You know what I'm saying? life as friends. Because I, me, of a, me, I'm a person. I like to, I, I like to learn about the world. Mm. I want to know why you think the way you think. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've I, never been put in that I, I position that. to be able to have a, a cop friend. You know, what I'm saying a, a guy in the officer. You know, what I'm saying who um, Listen, I was close enough to be work, able to I be a friend. To. You know, what I'm saying to be nice to my homie and everything. He could talk yeah. to me, tell me what in was going on work, his day. I have to do that because like I have that, to deal you know? with federal, state. I got to deal with CIA, mm-hmm. NSA people because of the line of work that I do. Mm-hmm. But that all of that is just, they tell me, he tells me straight up, he's like, yo, he going to get off. Mm-hmm. Like he when he first saw saw the, uh, the, which was it? Tamir Rice? He's like, yeah, he getting off. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I just feel it. I just know they're, his band of brothers, 
are going to rally around him and they're going to mm. try to find anything disparaging. He says, this is how the system works. You shoot somebody, they do an internal investigation and then they do another investigation, which is basically a counter investigation. Mm. What can we do to mitigate the circumstances so this, this person doesn't have to go to jail? This shit crazy. Like the, the system has been rigged against us since the, since the inception. Which led to a conversation about qualified immunity. Um, mm. And then talking about, you know. They're just going to rewrite it. They're just they, going to write they, something else to it. They're just so, going to reword it for, some, for a different generation. Yeah. They're still not, it's still not mm. going to be. I, I don't see it. Which is wild because if you really think about it, if you do something on your job that creates some form of defamation in regards to the company that you work for, right? You can immediately be fired from your right. position. You have no mm -hmm. reservation. Oh, right. But well, not only that, this conversation on the Discord yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. This I told you. The, yeah. So I, I told y'all somebody said something that's disparaging to people of other sexual orientations. And within the hour, they they pulled him, his all of his logins, everything was wiped clean. They came and grabbed him up from the office and said, yo, come with us. And they sent somebody else. They came and grabbed his shit and he's right. gone. Yeah, he no longer mm. works with us. But you got people, one word. Here's the thing, though. You got people like Billie Eilish that says N word or something, something, something. And then she's still a popular person. Uh, but, you Wait, know, Billie they, Eilish, look at Justin Bieber, Bieber. White girl. Justin Listen, Bieber, too. This is a callback. Yeah. So man, here's harmonized nigga. That's the that's a little, well, that's a little yeah. well, different. Well, he we already know that. But well, he don't he don't say no more in his songs do it though. Bro, it don't matter. That on some real uh, shit, he, he has I, he though. I'm asking. No, on some real stuff. Just that I, one time, right? I don't care. No, that's made, what, okay, no, that's good enough. That's good enough. That's good enough. I just thought you were saying like currently because like you guys mentioned Billy Eilish. I'm like, oh, this nigga's still saying that shit too. No, Billy Eilish. Totally did. Yeah, I know Billy Eilish. I know you uh, said she said it, and then you yeah. said Justin Bieber. I'm like, right. wait, oh, he's still saying yo, it my too. My nigga roasted over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You gotta get what I'm saying. Like when nah. he mentioned her, I, and then he mentioned Justin Bieber. You I thought, thought it he was, was still Justin Bieber? It. Oh no, 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 no. No. I, when that's a different type of uh of saying, nigga. If you're gonna put it to chords, and you know, <laughs> you're gonna get right. a little bit of a uh, of but, background hey, music to it. Yeah. Like, all I, all I gotta, all I gotta do is say, I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't know uh, listen, that that I was wrong. Come way. on, fam. You know, come on, fam. I'm gonna time do out. the work. Time out. Time out. Time out. <laughs> I care like, about if, this culture. If, if, Yo, whenever if, I hear somebody saying they're gonna do the work, that is the hang the on. He said, he said, he said, this this culture raised me. Time out. <laughs> no, it didn't. This culture <laughs> raised me. No, it didn't. No, little twist in them. Then <laughs> I, I know sure little twist in them probably didn't let you say nigga. <laughs> and on. if they did, that, that that's an indictment on them, not hang, you. Hang on. See, because now <laughs> what we're gonna get into <laughs> is that. If we get to wipe like people off the map, right? Because they used to be a drug dealer in the past, and uh, they somehow get into an altercation with police, and then they bring up their past transgressions. I am able to bring up some stuff that you did when you were younger, and you thought it was oh, bro. funny, and bro. you put it on video. Not it's only that, hang on. Not only that, but I also think that we don't need to rock with you like that mm -hmm. i'm not i listen there are too many dollars in the black community 
Yep. For me to be wasting any of my money on something that don't really rock with me like that. Number one. Number two, what we also need to talk about <clears throat> is it's okay to let these people fall by the wayside. There's plenty of other people that will easily jump into the scope that probably uh in the great words of another poet, pull up uh, Nipsey Hustle, everybody can't go. Everybody, everybody can't, can't go. go. But everybody can't go. It's not the same. That's that right? that that it same is, resonated with me because it's so fucking true. You it's you can't. It's, not everybody deserves to go, bro. Not everybody yeah, deserves. It's to be not yeah. the same, bro. It's not the same. The table, so let's continue our conversation into the critical race theory uh, discussion because if we're talking about that, then we should also be able to talk about religion as well and how religion yeah, was introduced that. to different ethnicities i.e we can talk mm. about uh and uh shout out to our boy link up in canada but i saw a bunch of headlines <laughs> that were coming out of canada that's my in, boy in regards to yo, churches oh, that were going up in smoke in canada now yo link question, uh stay blessed bro the question is number why, love brother why were love and lights all involved bro why were these churches going up in smoke well here is what we can find. Um, so a bunch of Catholic churches uh, have been burned, and this is according to Vice, uh, more churches, because it originally was reported by a different outlet. But we come to find out that more churches have gone up in smoke uh, as outrage against the Catholic church grows. The incident occurred among ongoing reports that more than 1,000 unmarked graves of indigenous children found at former residential schools uh, with latest site announced in uh, British Connecticut uh, on Columbia. British or Connecticut? On Wednesday. Or, uh, oh, crazy. Yeah. The so, British Connecticut? Or uh, BC. British, British Columbia. Columbia. British Columbia. I'm British sorry. Columbia. Oh, British, British Columbia. Columbia. Oh, I, I apologize. Yo, my fault. Um, oh, I was trying to read I'm through. I'm about to say, what part of Connecticut, Connecticut. is that? Yo, yeah, my fault, bro. My fault, y'all. Uh, but British Columbia. So, I'm talking with you listening. Uh, another, another two Catholic churches have been torched in Canada as more indigenous nations uh, have confirmed unmarked graves at residential school sites that likely hold remains of indigenous children. At 3 a.m. on Wednesday, firefighters were called to a century-old Roman Catholic church just north of Edmonton after it lit up in flames. Right. Um, oh, this Saint, shit is crazy. And this is in Morning, Morinville, Alberta. Um, it was basically destroyed by the fire. The fire was already fully involved uh, from the basement when the first fire crews got here. Wow. They entered the building, but there was already collapse occurring on the inside of the church. So they backed out and it's been a uh, defensive or exterior firefight ever since. Wow. So this is why I think that critical race theory is important because we're only bringing just one piece of pie to the actual conversation of critical race theory, right? When it comes to conversation of critical race theory, we should also be including uh, Asian community, right? We should also be including our Latin community. We should also be including our indigenous community, which have literally been wiped off the plane of existence. Mm -hmm. Yet we have a man sitting on a monument on Native American land 
who has who has said that the only Indian I know, uh, only good Indian I know is a dead Indian. That would be former president Theodore Roosevelt. Also, we have another president that sits next to him that oversaw or approved the largest mass hanging of Native American individuals with that hanging taking, I think, in totality, 48 different natives. That would be Abraham Lincoln. Listen, But Lincoln freed the slaves. Lincoln was a shithead. Listen, (laughs) history is only only, uh, told by the victors. All right. That's that's it. So history's told by the victors. If if, Um, I don't as far as that. Yeah. Let me finish. Let we me still here though. Let me cook. No, listen. That's why. All right. Let me give you a quick story. 1997, 98. I'm in college. I mean, uh, high school. Uh-huh. They give us our world history books for the for the semester. These motherfuckers had the audacity to jump from 1776 and to around. What was that? 1784, like that, and not have one mention of the word slavery in it. This is in '97. Hmm. It's the word slavery is nowhere in there. Indentured servitude. That's a that's fact. What, that's, I remember that's those textbooks, right? I remember that. I'm like, this is supposed to say slavery here. Oh no, that wasn't. That's not called slavery. It's called indentured servitude. What do you mean? I asked the the teachers, what do you mean? Oh, you know, they came over. No, they were brought over. They were dragged over. He's like, well, that's not what it says on the book. I'm like, I'm not reading this shit. What the fuck is you talking to me about? The word, there's not one word in slavery in that whole chapter that you're talking about. Here, here is my overarching argument in regards to anyone that argues against critical race theory, right? Because you usually have these ripple effects in language because you did have a format of indoctrination, which was enacted like shortly after the end of the civil war with this is a confederacy, the daughters of the confederacy, daughters, sisters, I don't you right. I'm... You right. The daughters of the confederacy. And we talked about mm-hmm. this last episode, but mm-hmm. since we have our special guests and we are in the deep, end of the critical race theory conversation um we had indoctrination that has been taught all through especially southern schools yet they want to still talk about their heritage wait a minute you do y'all five years okay somebody had the nerve to say what about what about white history month the confederate First off, <laughs> what? Okay, so to what? that person, to that person, well, I would ask, well, tell me what you know about Black History first, and then we'll talk about a white history. No, they said, yeah. why don't we have a month? Hey, you no, know no, what no, the no, problem no, is, also, you, bro. You know what the problem is also about like, people yo. not knowing nothing about Black History. Period. It's because they don't teach it anymore. That's what I'm saying. So, like, so how can you educate somebody on something that my, you don't even fucking know? My rebuttal Absolutely. to anybody that wants to talk to me about having a White History Month. Before mm-hmm. we even have that discussion, you tell me as much as you can about black history, native history, uh, Latin, 
yeah. history. They don't. Hispanic, Hispanic history, you can't tell me nothing about it. Even though Bro, most of just lit. like you all said, you can have 1.166666 all I know is or whatever of some fucking bloodline of any fucking native, like um, like you said, Blackfoot, you know? Right, and but then, then they can't tell you about, the about the history. Like, they can't even yeah, but tell like, you. Oh, I'm, I had this 1.687, no, six. No, nah, they can't even tell you where the tribe originated from. Yo, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Crazy. It goes just it's like what you said. Not only that. I know that my country was the first stop on the on this uh tour of terror that they called uh, the Western <laughs> Expansion. Uh, they came raped, pillaged, and, and completely annihilated the Taino people. Nothing new under the sun because the same of course thing not. they did over here, they did in Africa, they did in Asia, they did in India, yep. they did mm. in Australia, they did it everywhere, okay? Mm -hmm. The funniest okay. thing I've ever heard is you know, they went out to look for spices and they never use them. Yeah, we were saying that. Yeah, they never use them. Like, why did you? What the fuck was the whole point of getting all these spices? You never use them. Uh, he said, so hey, Bill, note, add them to the stock. Listen, on that point, ladies and gentlemen, I have to go. But this has been, I I love seeing this here. You get, we get more and more of our Discord mm -hmm. people in here, man. I love it. Tiger, yeah, you know, man. she's my favorite person. She goes, <laughs> mm -hmm. she goes in, she goes hard. Trust and mm -hmm. believe. Y'all gonna That's see more of her. Trust she, me. Oh, coming back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, humble. listen, this is the CDB podcast. What episode are we on? I don't even 17, know. 17, my oh, boy. This is, Yo, I like oh, this. oh, I like this. before you leave, King, don't forget to let them know about your giveaway, man. Listen, listen, that goes unsaid, man. Um, I'm about to keep this fucking album if y'all not y'all don't like, share, and subscribe. I'm telling y'all right you now. Got to. Mm -hmm. you got I'm to. about to keep this bitch. You like, got for to. real for real. You Listen, only to. built for Cuban links, double vinyl. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Come on, let us know, man. I, I really want to give this shit away. I don't, but I really want to give this shit away. <laughs> <laughs> you already know me either. But I don't want to give them more fish, but you know one what? Of the, one of the greatest woo albums of all time. That's a, and that's not debatable. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's not debatable. That's for sure. Top five. Top five. That's five. Listen. When you whoever wins, when you receive it, take care of it. Send me a picture. Yeah, Absolutely, sure. trust and believe, please. Yeah. Absolutely. And also, once again, um, the record uh did um get to Kathy, you know. So shout out to her. She got the record. She Yay, took the picture. Yeah, Kathy. we got the photos. We you know saw her with it. That was dope. You know, Kathy. So yeah, so shout out to Kathy. You know, saying for the uh, previous winner, and um, like you said, oh, I saw know, that, and I was like, eyes emoji. Oh, she mm -hmm. and she took a nice picture to it with it. Yeah, it like, looked great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> This guy is stupid. A, but listen. Omar. CDB Podcast. Hey, appreciate here. you. Listen, appreciate they going to hold me down. They, Tiger, thank you for hold, holding me down. You know, yeah. my family here. So, you know, I got I to gotta host and all of that and cook. Yeah. I'm running like a slave around here. But yeah. <laughs> Get back yep. to work. But oh, yes, so, so, so what y'all doing? A cookout tomorrow or something? Yeah, I got to get on the grill. I'm going to be on the grill for like seven hours. Oh, okay. All right. I, I got mad people here, and I just sneaked away a little bit because then I got to see my people. I got to come. Yeah, of course, of course. Thank you, Thank you for coming through. <laughs> Listen, mm -hmm. but uh, CDB podcast. Hey, we, we got. Hey. We out. Oh, you're all right. All right. So let's continue. So as we were having this conversation, the California basketball team has actually been stripped of its state title. So high school team. What? was stripped of their state title 
uh, huh, because of a racist incident which occurred. So uh, funny thing is they decided to throw tortillas, right? And this is a uh, shout out to <laughs> SBNation.com. Uh, California oh, high school stripped of a basketball title after racist incident. Uh, Color or excuse me, Colorado high school, which is in California, was stripped of its mm. 4A boys basketball championship Thursday following a racist act from players uh, from players directed at opponents from Orange Glen High School in Esposito, a largely Latino school. Oh, Colorado God. players were captured on film throwing tortillas in the air at the opposing team during their June 19th division championship win, right? Oh, An incident wow. which garnered national attention. Local groups protested Colorado High, demanding the school forfeit their championship yeah. following the incident. Wait, uh, this, this is out here in Colorado? No, oh, this, uh, the name of the school is Colorado High School. Oh, okay, but okay. It, it, it was in Esposito, California, or excuse me, oh, okay. the team that this high school was playing against um, was from Esposito, California. Okay. So, okay, okay. Yeah, no, that's absolutely unacceptable. This takes me back to, forgive me, I don't remember the name of the guy. He was a soccer player, and I believe in Italy or, you know, wherever overseas in Europe, they're throwing bananas at him. Oh, Danny Alves. Yeah, mm -hmm. the same exact mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, Danny Alves. Uh, actually, this has happened on a number of occasions, which, like, again, yeah, like thing, we're saying... You know, yeah, I was going to say, like, like we're saying, sorry to interject is like they have done more within regards to like the Super League that they wanted to, you know, when it came to money, they acted very quickly. But there's yeah. been so many different racist incidents. And hey, hun, I just feel like since we've opened up, the fans have gotten crazy. We've seen right. it in basketball, too, with the right. That's a and fact. The the Absolutely. Like, people, everybody people fighting in the stands. Like, they just think these relax. Like, okay, yeah, they're entertaining you, but their job, you know, you they're not, they're mm -hmm. still humans. You can't just treat them as mm -hmm. you want for entertainment. That's yeah, crazy. that's a fact. Unacceptable um, behavior, and I just, I don't, I'm not here for it at all. So here's here's something that we can go into. So uh, the, Me uh, what is it? The Mexican Soccer Federation was actually penalized um, in regards to um, them saying a uh, homophobic chant, which has been a staple in like Mexican fandom. Uh, in regards to soccer for a very long time. But what has happened is that their women's uh, team, which I think it happened or occurred during a U23 men's match, but the brunt mm -hmm. of the Mexican Soccer Federation is that now two of their games will be played without fans, which is going to hurt their pocket. Well, But again, you can't act right. You don't deserve to go to the game. Homophobic chant, media act. But when we're talking about the Tokyo Olympics, which is going to lead us into a topic okay. conversation about a lot of stuff, but okay. the Olympic committee mm -hmm. has decided that they will ban any athletes from wearing BLM attire. Number one. What? What? Number one. Number one. Mm. Number two. Uh, the Olympic Committee has also found that they will not allow for uh, black or swimmers 
who have natural hair to wear a particular swim cap. That is for the Afro hair. From what I saw, the, I guess it was the Tokyo Administration or Federation, whatever, said they don't see how elite athletes would need this uh, particular head covering. And it's, uh, it's unnatural to the head shape. Why the fuck do you gotta worry about what we doing? What we work on? Whip your ass, regardless. Y'all can hey, try word. and put all these little rules and regulations. We'll whip your ass with fucking cornrows. Okay. Yeah, yeah for sure. Down. Two. So two. Second instance. Uh, number three. Um, which uh, we'll get into Sakara Richardson uh shortly. Um, but number three, we had during the U.S. Olympic trials, I believe it was shot put or something of that nature. Yeah. Uh, third place uh, participant in the U.S. Olympic trials, who was a black female. Um, and forgive me, I do not know her name, but I could get a chance to look it up soon. Mm -hmm. um, but that young lady uh, decided to um, not really stand uh, or at least be in attention, so to speak, during the playing of the national anthem. Is that um, the one that had the Black Lives Matter teacher? Or black? She had a black activist or a, uh, oh, athlete yeah, activist. Yeah. Uh, on the shirt, but it was a black shirt with a white box print around the lettering. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of outrage. Uh, not only that, it got um attention from some uh lawmakers, right? That she should be banned from the sport. First off, I don't want to hear from any lawmakers in Washington. On either you side, better, you got more. Y'all can't even find the people that ran up in your shit. That's right. You need to figure out how to lock your door. <laughs> and y'all just y'all are just now, just now starting to figure out who done what. Yet y'all work and operate on your own Wi-Fi system, so you can actually figure out what That's phones and IP addresses from those phones. You could have figured out if you kept the niggas there. Why you let all of them go? <laughs> so go home. And and That's now true. we run into a situation where a young uh, lady who's taken the sprinting world and most of the sporting world mm -hmm. by storm. Um, in regards to uh, Sakai Richardson, I, I, and forgive me if I'm not pronouncing her name correctly. Shakari. Shakar. Shakar. Richardson. But anyways, this young lady um, who qualified for the 100 meter dash uh, for um, the American uh, qualification uh, was then found to have a banned substance, which is marijuana uh, mm -hmm. in her system. Now, mind you, this young lady uh, is also dealing with the death of her mother um, and she had to deal with the death of her mother three days before qualification. And she found out about the death of her mother via social media. That's crazy. Wild disrespect. Three days before still, still she was supposed to qualify. That's crazy. Just another applause for her because she deserves mm. it. Like, honestly, killing it. So, and, like, for them to do that, 
um, over something that's so simple when we've seen how Black Twitter reacted and uh, recalling the receipts from Michael Phelps. I think y'all need to have the same energy. Now, now I will say I'll this. I will shit. say this, right? So Michael Phelps actually ended up <laughs> serving a six-month ban, uh, even though he technically did not test positive. While, yeah. hang on, right. while, <laughs> so, so I want to get all of the other stuff out of the way because I, I really uh, want to hear your takes on all of this. Um, but you've got uh, Michael Phelps, who served a six month ban, a six month ban um, after the video or photo surfaced of him taking a bong rip on a college campus, um, you know, uh, and it going viral. And then he lost a lot of sponsorships. Um, he was dropped by Kellogg. He was dropped by a number of different things, but since has made a rebound, right? Um, but the one silver lining, I guess, if you want to say in this overall, there are two things here is that the young lady actually, uh, took responsibility for what occurred and just took it on the chin. Not only that, um, she also is still only on a 30 day ban. Now, unfortunately, that would put her outside of the time frame for when they run the 100 meter dash for women, um, even though she is the overall favorite to win gold uh, in that competition prior to uh, them finding the banned substance. But if I'm not mistaken, I'm almost positive that this young lady or the, the Olympic Committee actually allow for olympic athletes to smoke marijuana but only on days in which they are not competing so this is from what i've understood and this is something that i believe came a few like uh, isn't that the same thing like ago? even like for nba now so yeah not expected to be in their system so that's what yeah, i'm for days it, with it, very, it, it confuses me a lot here so mm. and and i don't want to seem very uneducated but again i know i have read this report um i will try and look it up as much as i can um but it just it it boggles the mind right so it's like and I then mean, you know, and you look they at hold people, different people to a different level of accountability here. Why are the punishments no. unequal? I don't get it. And and the the rebuttals that I've seen online are like, well, you know, if you know what the rules are, the rules are in place. The rules are rules. Yeah. For sure. da, 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 oh, oh. Here we go with the memes. Oh, here we go with the weedies. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Like, that's not even funny. Like, yeah, like, relax, like. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I don't like the shit on black excellence. You know what I mean? Like, like if it's especially if it's like some bullshit like this, like it was just some weed. Like, right. Girl, like, like it's not like she was doing enhancements or nothing like okay, that. Like, you know, I am going to play a little bit of devil's advocate when I see people saying it's not performance enhancing smoking weed and you're an avid runner like I'm not an avid runner but there was a time when I was running and walking a lot you do get if you smoke before or smoke afterward it does enhance your high your runner's high maybe that's what mm -hmm. it is maybe you if depending on the strain if you're smoking indica maybe it's more of a pain reliever so no, you're sure. not feeling that you know what I mean the pounding of the pavement but 
Um, in regards to it enhancing her performance, other other than those ways, like I don't see how it. But could also, be. it's like it wasn't like she was frequently smoking or you know, saying like she had already explained what happened, the reason why she had smoked. You know, yeah. like you know, so like it's not like she was already doing that. Like she obviously had to qualify for the last one. You know, saying for her to qualify even for the Olympics. So now. Um, she passed that shit, right? All right, so now, boom, the next one to give her, you know? And then she explained why, like, it, they should be like, yo, this is... But I guess that's like a warning pat-pat on your, on, your, on your little butt. Well, I think but it's like, it's still fucked up. I still think it's fucked up. Even though she's missing this next event, I think she will... She could run the relay. Yeah, she'll be able to run the relay. So. The four, four by one. Together. She's going to be able so, to get it. So I would, I would still like to see her present in some form or fashion... My whole issue, and which has always been my issue with the Olympics, is activism. Them actually giving a diddly wop about anything other than just their brand. They don't care. Like the two gentlemen that protested during the Mexico Olympics, where uh, you know Tommy, oh Jesus, um, John Carlos and uh, Tommy, oh, I can't remember his last name. Um, but uh, did the black power fist, right? So the mm. two gentlemen that wore the two black gloves, okay, um, I one placing mm. first, one placing third, but also what is a key thing that is very much forgotten is the gentleman that stood on the podium with him, who was in second, gloves. gave them the gloves and he yeah. was an Australian uh, white male athlete yeah. and super shout out to him for being an ally in that and standing up in that, but they were stripped of their medals um, for decades. They were ridiculed. They lost mm -hmm. a lot. It actually caused one of the gentlemen to um, actually uh, uh, end up getting a divorce just because of the scrutiny that he was under death threats that they were receiving. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, then continue mm -hmm. on. And it also just continues on the up, quote unquote, like, because we talked about the football player who came out. Uh, as a first active NFL player who said that he was gay, right? Um, mm. And that's great, right? Everybody comes to the support and things like that. But when it comes to social issues and different things like that, it always boils down to the shut up and dribble, mm -hmm. so to speak, or just be quiet and entertain that's me. Right, shut up, right? back to tap dancing. Yeah. Nah, you know what, though? I feel like this, when it comes to, like, um, a person who's in a, that proud life, you know what I mean? They they should be able to represent whatever they want, you know what I'm saying? Um, same way how, like, if, if if you're dating, like, all right, let's say you're Hispanic and you're dating a black individual, you're going to be there whenever, you you know, your husband or your, your wife, they have certain events to represent their culture, same way you're going to be there for, to represent her culture, you know? So it's like, yeah, like, I don't know. But it, it does lead into and, a topic. And some people, and, and, and um, you know, like, that's fucked up also about them not letting them wear the Black Lives Matter, um, you know what I'm saying, or any kind of attire, you know? Yeah. But, um, because, like, you know, you got certain um products like uh AEW, you know what I'm saying, the rest of the organization, and, like, there's a, there's a um tag team, Top Flight, they always represent, they always have, like, arm patches, you know what I'm saying, or bands, sweatbands, you know what I'm saying, with Black Lives Matter on these stuff, you know, and they always represent, like, a lot of people, and they, and they let they get the shit off on national TV, you know what I'm saying, like, on TNT, you know, so. 
Like, well, really, it's, it's twofold here, right? Because overarching, we know that the Olympics just don't give a shit about black athletes, right? At the end of the day, mm-hmm. as long as they're entertaining and they do stuff and you run fast and cool, cool, cool. But, yeah. but social uh, awareness of social injustice, we don't want to hear nothing about That's that. Right. Same yeah. thing I said with FIFA. Same thing I said with all of these sporting organizations. I have to give it a little bit to the NBA because they – out of all improvements, they have made yeah. a lot of improvements. And I think that's down to just the commissioner that they have. Right. Adam and so. his, his understanding of the power of the athletes. But again, you know, you see a lot of ugly stuff online and, some and isn't things- Chris Paul like on a committee of like the, yeah, um, he's uh the, the president of president the, of basketball, um, the, uh, the players union. So you play, there you go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my thing that it, a lot of ugly stuff I would see online about uh, the young lady, the sprinter, is just talking about her physique, right? Uh, oh, she looks like a man. Like, it oh, boils my uh-huh. blood to no end. Oh, that yeah. we, like, we, they do the same thing as Serena Williams. They really do it. And, and, you know, when we talk about, like, the mental health of like just people like black people globally and people of color globally are dealing with ripple effects of PTSD, general generational PTSD. Right. So we're not even like having those conversations. That's right. Right. But then trauma is literally in our DNA. What, what happens though, is that you do have some athletes that it's okay if they use their platform to bring up stuff as long as it's tangible to the consumer. But when it comes to people that don't even want to have a conversation about Mm -hmm. critical race theory or even know what the fuck that is, then what they'll do is they will shut up and dribble. You, uh, we pay your salary. But I think that's the the most, like two different arenas, right? With Chris, uh, what's his name? Christian Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Didn't mm-hmm. he just move the move the Coke bottle? Move the Coke bottle. Mm-hmm. But what were the repercussions for him doing that versus the young lady that was wearing her black activist shirt? Well, the repercussions of him moving a Coke bottle is that uh, Coca Cola lost billions of dollars. <laughs> dollars. Like, it hurt in them. Regard- it didn't it hurt, hurt them. Didn't hurt him because he is his own brand. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm like. Look at the stark difference. But there. what do you? Whatever this Coca Cola's like, um, net worth. Like, no, nah, I don't care. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't care. Um, I just think I'm like, damn. Like, but the whole point yeah, here is good. that like the power of an athlete, and and you are correct, Tiger, is that like the power of an athlete using their brand, right? Because they are brand, mm-hmm. and being able to use that brand, um. And know what that brand is. Hey, don't drink Coke. Get this Coke out of my way. There, Cristiano Ronaldo at one point in time was actually endorsed by Coca Cola, but for him to move it, that, that had to do with that? that. No, that just probably yeah. had to do. He wouldn't get paid by him. So why is he going to sit? And, That's I'm right. going to let him sit right here. Same thing with Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba moved a Heineken bottle. Right. So you only going. So you just going to drink whatever you get paid for. Okay. I don't know, bro. But at that, all I'm going to say is that if I know that I get it though. If I understand what my brand is, yeah. Then I'm I'm going to let my brand. I'm going to represent it to the best of my ability. So at the same time, same time too. Then you're also looking at 
like the impact that it has. Like people burn Colin Kaepernick jerseys or oh, Nike, y'all are going to endorse Colin Kaepernick. After you bought them, you idiot. That was so dis- that was so disrespectful on like, so many levels. Nike still got paid. Uh, but my favorite is, well, LeBron James, uh, how's he going to talk about uh, racial blah, 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 blah. But he is uh, support. He's supported by a company that is using child labor to da, 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 which is my favorite argument, because then I go, well, why are you all mad at LeBron James? Who's getting paid by Nike, but not mad at Nike. Mm. Bill mm-hmm. Knight, who's a white dude, don't ever get brought up in that. But. Mm. You'll talk about the athlete who's endorsed by Nike instead of actual Nike. Actual I, don't get, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. But anyways, we, we continue. Right. So I know we spent a lot of time on critical race theory. We probably need to, you know, yeah. just change it up a little bit. Move off of that. So, you know, let's let's bring in a little bit of music. in. But what I want to do. Hang on. What did I just do? Let me do this real quick because I'm over here tripping. Um, and then let me get this music up out of here because I think we need a little bit of music, and I know exactly <laughs> where it's gonna take us, y'all. I know exactly where it's gonna take us. Let me get up, get back up in here, see what we're talking about, right? Hey, I would like to talk, uh, uh, oh. Pulling up in that new toy, the wrist on that boy, rock star like Pink Floyd, waving that rude boy, I'm waving at you boy, ran off on the plug too like True Goy, imagine me do boy, you could never do what I do boy, still ducking shit that I did boy, niggas in Paris for a hit boy, these ain't the same type of hits boy, shit can get litter than lit boy, you don't take these type of risks boy, cause this boy been throwing that D like rich boy, you Miss boy, your numbers don't add up on the blow. That was 10 years ago. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. This thing of ours, oh, this thing of ours. A fraternity of drug dealers ringing off. I just happen to be alumni. Too legit, they still looking at me with one eye. The company I keep is not corporate enough. Child rebel soldier, you ain't often enough. A rapper turned trapper can't morph into us. But a trapper turned rapper can morph into puff. Dance contest for the smokers. I predict snow, I'll roker. If you know, you know. I only ever looked up to Sosa. You all get a bird, this nigga Oprah. Brick layers and ball shorts, coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. Hey, we out here. Okay, so we're staying in a little bit of sports, but I found a, a headline that was like one of the craziest headlines uh, that I could uh, like imagine. Is is wild. So. There's a headline that came out, right? Um, and then we'll get into some anime stuff, some right? Marvel stuff. Yes, sir, we can. All right, all right. Um, so basically, a semi-pro football team owner slash coach 
kills a security guard and robs a bank to cover team bills, says mm-hmm. FBI. It was one of the absolute wildest headlines I have read. I, I cannot make this up whatsoever. Um, so this is according to Yahoo Sports. Uh, let's see. Two men shot and killed uh, a bank security guard in, an, in Indiana to rob nearly $10,000 in order to pay off bills of an amateur football team. One of the men owned and coached, uh, according to the Chicago Sun-Times. The FBI released a 17-page affidavit and acting U.S. Uh, attorney Tina Nomini said her office will ask the U.S. Department of Justice to uh, for permission to seek the death penalty. Mm. Holy crap. That's so, nuts. So owner and coach uh, slash player tried to rob money for the team. So uh, this is a 26-year-old individual, me, right? Uh, who's the owner coach of the uh, Il- Illinois Panthers or Illini Panthers. Um, and then there's also uh, another person who's 24 that helped him rob. Um, and they ambushed first bank or first there's Midwest bank. Yeah, there was two of mm-hmm. them. Uh, but one of them just so happens to be the owner. Um, but two of them uh, robbed a bank and end up killing a security guard who was 55 as he was walking on the sidewalk, they allegedly shot him in the face. Oh my gosh! On June 11th, no. uh, in the incident which occurred in Gary, Indiana. That's Gary, funny. Indiana is not for play play. Oh nah, no! Everybody know that. Jackson Especially Cup if you're a hood, yeah, you know Gary, Indiana is not for play play. Gary is the hood hood. Oh, that's yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, one of the craziest. The prayers to the yeah, officer that, and security guard that lost his life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I know how much sports really takes away, especially after coming out of a year that there was a definite need for escapism. <laughs> um, but that is utterly insane. People mm-hmm. literally think they can get away with murder right now. That's well, if you're a cop, you can. Kind of. Well, well, as, long yeah. as, as long as it's not, as long as it's not caught on video, because then if it's caught on video, you got to explain yourself. But it's not but even, even when it's caught on video. It's still not. Um, they can still question it. Yeah, like, but it don't say what, nothing. Did, what really happened that night, man? I don't know, man. Let me see. Like I, I felt my life was threatened by this thirteen-year-old kid. You know, what I'm saying like, so yeah, that had his back turned. He had his back turned to me and he was running away. You know, um, and that's another thing too is like about profiling people like and you police in neighborhoods that you're not from, you know. Like you could just profile young um African American individuals, you know, saying just based off of what they dressed in or, or wearing. And that's fucked up because if you was from that that hood or that neighborhood, you know, saying that hood, whatever, um, you would know that this kid is just uh he 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 go to school. He play, you know, what I'm saying he played the right role. You know, what I'm saying, but he just liked to dress the way he dressed. You know, he's influenced by that culture of hip hop. You know, and then they just take that shit more than what it is. You know, I'm just dressing like this because, like, this is my style. Like, this is my culture. Like, and then they racially profile you all like that, right? What did what you got there, homie? Um, oh, so I'm clean. I ain't got shit. You yeah, know? but it. Uh... Uh, I I have a I have a random topic. 
we can get to it later if you want. Oh, please. Yeah, we can actually that. have that piece of uh, a part of the uh, what the streets want. Absolutely. So, uh, bef- uh, so we can get out of sports. Um, Wait, before we got out of sports, though, before we got out of sports real quick, I need um to update real quick. Right now, we have the um, we have the finals announced for the NBA. Ready to go. There. All right. So the NBA finals is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. And it's hey. going to. All right. Let me see when it starts officially. Milwaukee. Wow. Yeah, they won tonight. Tonight, final score 118 to 107. Milwaukee favor. And they beat them at home. Congratulations to the teams. All right. So now that we know what the finals uh, setup is going to look like, predictions, Mm -hmm. uh, who would you like to see uh, win? I think, uh, at least on my end, I'm looking for Chris Paul to get his first NBA championship, even though they robbed my guy from not even being able to join Kobe Bryant and the L.A. Lakers. Mm -hmm when he was uh, formerly with the New Orleans Hornets. And at that mm-hmm. point in time, David Stern, who the NBA mm-hmm. had ownership over top of the New Orleans team because their owner stepped away. And then they mm-hmm. had to find a new owner, but they halted the sale or trade of Chris Paul to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Phoenix wins this one. Um th- Tiger, do you have anyone that you would like to see win? I'm rooting for everyone black. Yeah, all right, cool. There you go, black That's teams, exactly. all that, black coaches. You know. uh, Chief Chris, do you got anybody that Oh, you already know, CP3 all day. Like, I'm okay. out of my middle 16 years. All right. Shout, shout out to, like, listen, we always have this conversation about top five um, point guards <laughs> of all time, you know. And it just sounds what I would put Chris Paul there, and I wouldn't put him there, you know, but right now, like I think he really deserves to be um mentioned now in his top five. Like this I, run he, he had was already there, bro. No, 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 for sure. But like no, 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 no. I'm just saying certain people wouldn't put him there, you know. So it's like uh, all right, but now like this run right here, it has to solidify that he's like a, like one of the top five, you no know, point guards of all time, you know. Correct. Um, you know, like he's had like almost ten assists against um in every game of this whole entire fucking playoff, like. A, a, a couple of them he met, he missed, you know, but Facts. With, with with a double double, you know, whatever. But he's he's keeping it up with the assists at his his age and his career, state sixteen years in the league, first fucking NBA Finals, you know, what I'm saying so. I'm I'm, waiting, I'm rooting for this nigga, and he got to go ahead and um and um and um and pick what what team he wanted to go to, you know, when it comes to um when they traded him, he he got to go to the Phoenix Suns, so boom. That's it, you know, and now he's making that run with them, Devin Booker and all of them, like they playing hard ball. I I would have never expected Phoenix to get to this position where they at right now, you know. But shout out to them, you know, and shout out to Chris Paul once again. I hope he gets this shit, you know. Um, Papa, I feel you. So because I feel like I feel like because I'm um, sorry not to cut you off, bro, but um, I feel like also um, Chris Paul don't have a lot of them left, you know. Milwaukee's right. still kind of a young team, you know. They okay, they can get it, you know. What I mean, they made it there this time, they can get it there again, you know. Get a little better than you no know, Chris Paul. He ain't got a lot, um, a lot of runs left, you know, like this. So dig it. That's that, factual. That's, yeah, I want to see him win it. I want to see him win it. Didn't he just get pushed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, by uh, <laughs> Patrick Beverly. Yeah, <laughs> that's 
Patrick Beverly got and ejected. Like, oh yeah, my bad. It wasn't for you, nigga. Who was it for? Because it was my back you kicked in. Fuck. <laughs> he was like, I was emotional and let the game take over me. He's like, but good luck, King. Oh, oh, good luck, CBD, and this is shit like that. In full effect right now. They emotional yeah. as shit. All the niggas. And the finals are starting on fucking Tuesday too. Uh, yeah, we lit. Let's see. So. Um, to continue on in sports and then get up out of here, right, uh, yeah, sure. European Championships, uh, which is technically supposed to be Euro 2020, which is actually now Euro 2021, um, the round of 16. So I'm just going to go through these quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said before, Denmark knocked out Wales um, yeah. and then Italy knocked out Austria. Netherlands was knocked out by Czech Republic. Belgium knocked out Port- Portugal. Spain knocked out Croatia. Switzerland knocked out France in a PK uh, penalty shootout. Uh, Germany knocked out England and Ukraine knocked out Sweden. So uh, as of yes, well, as of today, the quarterfinals is now wrapped up and we now have our semifinal matchups. But before mm-hmm. I say and announce who those are, uh, the matchups were between Spain versus Switzerland, which Spain ended up uh, winning on penalty kicks three to one. Um, versus Switzerland because Switzerland uh, had a red card that uh, happened. So they were playing, I think, at one point in time with 10 men uh, during regular time, which led into extra time. And then they even made it to the penalty shootout, but end up blowing their advantage in the penalty shootout um, and end up losing to Spain. Italy played against Belgium, and that game was crazy. uh, But Italy ended up winning two to one. Um, Belgium, which is viewed as Belgium, their golden generation, uh, they have fallen short yet again. And at one point in time, Belgium was ranked number one in the world. And I believe they're ranked number one going into this tournament. Um, Denmark, the feel good story of the tournament has gone on to make a semifinal appearance at the hands of Czech Republic where Denmark won two to one. Uh, this mm. is after uh, their one of their players, Christian Eriksen, suffered cardiac arrest on the field, and everybody has been behind and rooting for Denmark, I being one of them, after the Netherlands was knocked out of the tournament. So I have wanted to see someone that is not a quote-unquote world power to move forward. Uh, England, on the other hand, ends up trouncing the Ukraine in a blowout of uh, four to no. So four mm. nothing, England ones, which oh means that our God, semifinal ass our semifinal matchups are gonna be Italy versus Spain, which will be on Tuesday. Yes, I'm room for mm. Spain. And we have England versus Denmark. You already know where my heart's at. I would love to see Denmark make Denmark. it to the final. Um, but so your had, favorite side of the um uh, if I had to pick right man, now, I still look at Italy as the favorite. As the favorite, okay. Yeah, as the favorite. Even though England has, um, you know, they, they keep talking about it's coming home. That is where the sport of uh, the beautiful game is originated from. But they mm-hmm. have not been able to, like, progress or win any major tournament since their World Cup victory, which it was bought uh, in 1966. So that being that mm. with our um, sports roundup, Tyga, what yeah. topic do you have for us? Okay, so 
this topic I stumbled across, um, you know, me and my love for all things anime and Japan related, right? (laughs) (laughs) So this story, you would think will have an anime adaptation to it, I guarantee you. But um, everybody remembers the Fukushima, um, you know, explosion and nuclear event that happened in 2011 Mm -hmm. um, that pretty much rocked uh, that area of uh, the Japanese islands. So now, get this, uh, years later, there are radioactive hybrid terrapigs that have made their home in the exclusion zone there. These pigs, these pigs have some sort of immunity to um, the radioactive uh you know, waste that's going on out there that's affected the areas. So all of the nearby villages and the people had to up and leave and flee. So the farms and everything have just been left, you know, they're, they're, the, the animals that they were raising, the pigs that they had, they got loose after they ate all their food and went and joined up with these wild boars to create these crazy hybrid pigs out there. So um, if I can find exactly where it says, but mm. a lot of these pigs, the radio, the uh, radiation coming off them is more than 200 times the safe amount for a human. So literally they're invincible pigs that you just can't <laughs> there. Mm. Yeah. And so they have been, you know, because the area is starting to get better, uh, the villagers are trying to come back and reclaim their properties and the pigs ain't having it, okay? They are being super aggressive um, with the villagers, attacking them and just roaming in large packs and numbers. So that's crazy. That's the craziest Mm -hmm. story I've ever heard. (laughs) Yo, that'll be a dope, that'll be a dope adaptation. I would love to see that. Right? Um, Can you just see like uh, people going back in there to clean the area with hazmat suits and like the boars get smart enough to rip your suit? (laughs) Right. It's totally a crazy story that only Japan could totally flip this and make it a great anime. It seems like it would, right? Right? Yeah, let me ask you a question now. Um, Out of all your, um, out of all the animes that you've ever watched, right? I know you ever, um, we've all felt like i wish i was in this um anime world like type environment of that 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 anime you know cartoon which one is the one that you wish that you was like a part of or it was true well i mean my all-time favorite anime is one piece so i love i'm an island girl i love to island hop so being in the ocean and traveling that really seems like my type of thing i think i would love to be a pirate i think that would be a really dope experience Mm. but you know, being in any other kind of anime world, you know, there's always some crazy shit popping off. So I don't think I'd be a main character, <laughs> you know, but I have a nice little backstory as a side character and maybe like one of those. Come on, Attack. I know you're not. No, um, meow. No, <laughs> I can't say it's here. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, I, I would be, I wouldn't be the, the main character. <laughs> But I'd be one of those filler arcs where you have to like learn some unnecessary backstory. So, <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool though. What about you, Ahun? You ever wanted to be an enemy? Uh, like, nah, bro. Like, it, it's it's uh, not necessarily. Um, oh. 
as much as I like, I watch anime and and look at it. Like, bro, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> I want no smoke. In but you don't have to be in, in like in uh, a main character, like she said. Like, but nah, like it bro. could be a world I, where it's true, like a, a need, world where it's nujitsu, where you could do shit need, like that. I, like, bro, you know. I need to be some type of like boss level character, bro. You know oh, what okay. I'm saying? Because. So, but if you don't you, want no smoke, though, bro, nigga. Like, no, what no, the no, fuck no. Talking about? no, time out. Time out. I'm saying if I got to be there, then mm-hmm. I at least need to be some type of boss level. You like, read, you uh, read okay. Manga? Huh? You read a lot of manga? Um, I'm starting to be, I'm starting to read more, actually. I'm uh, getting into it the last few years. I definitely would recommend solo leveling for you if you like uh, being the boss and being the strongest guy and everything like that. It's a really great anime or manga. And I hope they do an anime adaptation for it. But um, yeah, it's a totally kick ass, you know, um, build from the bottom and now you at the top type of story. You know what I mean? Underdog story where it becomes the complete badass, you know? So uh, I think you would really like that manga. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so here's something funny. And, and as we're sitting here talking about super nerd stuff. Um, yeah, let's get into which, it. Which, uh, you know, there's a spoiler alert coming. If you haven't had a chance to uh, watch Loki, whatsoever right because loki's been going off um but if we're talking about uh loki (laughs) i actually saw something from screen rant um and it it caught my eye but it's um basically in loki episode four uh the marvel cinematic universe suddenly confirms that blade will be one of the most powerful characters um, or one of its most powerful characters. During San Diego Comic-Con in 2019, Marvel announced that uh, Mershala Ali will star as Blade. Um, yes, perfect. Perfect person. Yeah, and it, it, it previously... Mershala uh, Ali, he, he did Moonlight, and he was also a Cottonmouth and... Um, not in, Black Lightning, but uh, what's the other guy's name? Shoot, what was his name? The other Black uh, superhero character. Oh, are you talking about um, Luke Cage? Yes. Luke Cage? Luke Cage. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, but Marvel's, Marvel's previously teased uh, the existence of vampires in Thor Ragnarok. Um, in the film, Korg, a character played by director Takai, uh, don't know how to pronounce this dude's last name and i apologize um offers chris uh hensworth thor a big wooden fork though the weapon seems to be fairly pointless korg has a solution the character says it's not useful uh unless someone's fighting three vampires that were hurled uh huddled together right so Mm. this references that but um, it continues to go on in episode four, uh, adds the lore of vampires and Marvel movies, confirming Blade will be a formidable character. In the episode, the Time Variance Authority recaptures uh, Loki and uh, Lady Loki, putting them into separate holding areas in a meeting with uh, Gugu. Um, I don't know who that is, but anyways. She's, uh, the, she's the main she plays. Kid. Yeah, she plays Renslayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pronouncing her name uh super terrible Bathy or something like that. Yeah, Ravona uh Renslayer. 
And then uh, Owen Wilson plays Mobius, um, but asks to speak with Lady Loki, but gets denied, then makes an interesting comment. Um, what and it's I think overall this says this. You know, we brought in Kree, Titans, vampires. Why is it that two orphan demigods are such a pain in the ass? So that lets us know that for them to have to bring in someone that is a vampire, that mm. means that they have to have some type wow. of um, two together, like like powerful ability within the timeline to have an effect on the timeline. Because again, yeah. if we're really talking about um, the TVA, right, then they also bring in someone as powerful as She-Hulk. Um, mm. And She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah, so if you go back into the comics... And you I would love that, to see her like, in, that's in, where in we some kind of like cinematic. would be a good person to play She-Hulk? I would say mm. somebody within like wrestling, like a female wrestler would be a good mm. person. That bring. chick who was in... Um, Charlotte Flair. Yes. Right, who had the fight with Michelle Rodriguez? You remember that when they when she had the handcuffs and she was the backup to The Rock? Wait, was that Gina Carano? She just recently got in um to some issues. I think she said some racist shit. But yeah, she's been really, wild. She's been wild on the internet, yeah, so she got canceled. Wild, I think she actually got like perfect for like a She-Hulk. Yeah, nah, I think I think perfect for the She-Hulk would be Charlotte Flair, like you said, like a wrestler. She's look her up. Listen, she has she has the height. She's probably like the same physique as a She-Hulk character. Yeah, the right. Ability. I haven't seen it, but I mean, I guess if you, I mean, you know, wrestlers they gotta sell their shit too. Right. You know what I mean? They gotta. This so, I, you know. Yeah, either that or uh, uh, one of the Bella twins. Oh no, I wouldn't watch it. Oh fuck them! I hate them Bella twins. Like, Mm-hmm. Well, I don't hate them, but like, like, I just no, I'm just saying them. maybe they might do well. Uh, because you would, you would think, it, yeah, bro, I, I don't, <laughs> uh, as long as they can do well in that role, but I think it's also too because one of the Bella twins actually is pretty tall ish woman, right? Yeah. But of course, but, nah, obviously, they enough, they ain't thick enough, nah, not even, but shout out to them they and their family and everything, you know. Like, but they just they, they don't fit to me. They, I don't see them as a she hole. Ah, I can dig it. Yeah, and I'm hey man, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Mm. Uh, I just know them as being one of the more notable, um, I or think at least cool if they got um shoot, what is that Asian um uh wrestler? She is like half Korean, half black. Oh her name is Tori, maybe that would be interesting. But she's got she's Jack, and I think she's got the perfect physique for that. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to figure out old girl that uh, I think she is a um, is this a girl that you that has dressed up and played cosplay as Storm? Have y'all Probably. seen? So I know that she I think she might be an AEW um, and I got to figure out who she is. But I think. Oh, oh wait. Um, oh, Jay. Jake Cargo, bro, you're talking, you're talking over my head right now. That's Portuguese. I don't know names in in New Age wrestling uh, of any of the women, but I ju- I just know people that I kind of know. So I Me, think she- Mia Yim, is it her? Yeah, no, no. I think you're right. It is Jade. Yeah, so it might be her. Yeah, it is Jade. Yeah, so she did an Jade amazing. Co- 
she did an amazing cosplay and and mm-hmm. uh wore uh storm's outfit mm-hmm. uh showed off her abs looked amazing um and then i was like well i think her real name is mia yim mm. no I, I, I don't know but i think that she, like i would like to see that style uh for storm like holly berry was just famous so they just implant black female that but, 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 but we gotta also talk about what which a good accent to do that we got to have a black accent you know what we gotta also talk about what age just um what age of a storm we talking about like are we talking about young storm we talking about an old storm you know what I'm saying like, like little mohawk shit i didn't like that like 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 she can't be like looking young and fit like that playing the old storm you know what i mean like depending on where they are in the movie so nah yeah but so. if you're gonna because they gotta reintroduce x-men into the mcu universe right yeah so yeah, yeah then right. you can bring anybody in at any age group if you have to re yeah if you're gonna do it yeah if you're gonna they're, do like a reboot yeah because they're already talking about bringing i love x-men those yeah. are my- favorite uh oh uh, yeah I, number, I, I wish they would have um done like an x-factor too like like we need those extra um like clicks that wasn't that huge like x-men but you know man, they, they were popping, I'm, you know? I'm so disappointed though that like they wasted Hugh jackman yeah, like they did. He, it's like he could have done so much with him he was yeah he was like the perfect dude to play they did, like, yeah and then they could have did like weapon x um fucking sh- Yo. They tried to, and they they it, they failed miserably. But they, they didn't. Then, but they didn't really do like um a whole entire Weapon X movie, like um one before he even was an X Men. Like it was just like flashbacks and shit like that, okay, or like you ask the girl question. Shoot can, it. Go ahead. Can y'all explain to me how they had Ryan Reynolds be Deadpool, and then <laughs> they actually bring him back into the MCU as Deadpool, and they did yeah. it right. Yeah, that was so perfect. They did it right. That was perfect. Like uh, he's played everybody up in that bench. <laughs> well, Yo. you have to you have to look at it too because then we had the conversation about like uh second yeah. chances and because he originally played Green Lantern, yeah, 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 right? yeah. And then he ended up finding his footing with uh Deadpool, and he was mm-hmm. made for that. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. He yeah. is perfectly cast, and I actually that, saw that was a question. Um, that that did I wanted to pose it here versus actually introducing it to the the Facebook group first. Who do you mm-hmm. think has been perfectly cast for a role? And we'll limit it to uh, either live action, right? So we'll limit it to live action adaptations of comic books. Okay. Um, well, of course. Perfect, you saying like they was the yeah, perfect so person. thus far we've um, already mentioned Hugh Jackman yeah. for Wolverine, we've um, already mentioned Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds for Deadpool. Um, who's another one? I think that's just like, um, I can't really think of his name, but um, it's it's not in the Marvel realm, but um, the guy who plays Aquaman. Like he was made to play oh, that role. Okay. okay, Jason Momoa. Yeah, he was yeah. definitely made to um play that role right there. I, yeah. I think you guys are missing a softball right now. Um, of course, uh, 
Robert um uh, Robert Downey Jr. with um Iron Man. Okay, there's that, but there's another softball that's sitting right in front of you. Because I think Robert Downey Jr. was built to be Iron Man. Yeah, like, that's that what I'm saying. Like that was that that, uh, that was his role. Like what about like he had multiple Iron Man movies and then he was in the Avengers, like what Robert about, Downey Jr. got the bag on that shit, yo. What about Patrick Stewart? As Professor X? Yeah, I mean, mm, I mean, yeah, him and Magneto, they're like made to. But be, that was, I love them together. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when they do regular stuff online mm-hmm. and shit, I was like, I love those two old guys together. They're so cute. <laughs> you know no, what's crazy? That- you know what's crazy though is I also think that like there's two people that play really good Magnetos, and both of them encapsulate like Magneto well. Yeah, and they waste like oh. Sony just wasted so many good individuals. Like and the, and the guy that played the um and the guy is great. The guy that played the young um fucking Professor X. He the was, one he was yeah. he, though, he was, he was really in like multiple too. ones. Too. He, yeah. he was I mean, he was he's really a actor in Glass and everything like that. And yeah, was yeah he he yeah he was he, he was phenomenal split, actor. Or, I don't know. He did all those. Films. Yeah, yeah. Like yo, I, I like him. And like I said, he he killed that role too. Um, but like I don't know, who who else you would think about? Like, um, I was gonna say uh, Charlize Theron when she was Mystique. I really liked how she played her. No, hmm. uh, wait, uh, oh, no, that, that was Re- Rebecca Romaine. Rebecca Romaine, yeah, she did a great okay. job with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, her. Okay, my bad. Uh, they hmm. definitely dropped the ball when they brought in the chick from uh, yeah, the Hunger Games. No, mm. she, she it, it wasn't it. She's <laughs> like the girl next door. She's not sexy enough to be walking around with the thick blue yams. Like it's not doing. It's not giving. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like there's so many. Food. There's so many dropping of the ball, uh, in regards to like who they cast. Um, yeah, but but it's cool though. <laughs> but I I do I am very interested to see and and this is terrible because I really didn't get into the brass tacks. I'm I'm just super excited to see what they do with Blade. Uh, I'm also very amped to see the next episode of Loki, um, mm. which we we can't really get into it's because like I'm, every episode is almost like a season finale, and I'm just yo, like, why is it like this? Why is it just like this though? Like, <laughs> and then it's spasm. And the crazy thing about it is everybody was like, "Yo, I can't believe they made Loki bisexual." Blah 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 blah. And it's like y'all don't even know like Norse mythology. Whatever. You know, know, fam turned into a horse and then had sex with a horse. Yeah, yeah. And then gave birth uh, to a horse. Come on, y'all. Stop it. That shit is real. Like, uh. (laughs) But anyways, um, on that note, we are getting a bit long in the tooth. But (laughs) before we go, like, sir, can we get a round of applause for the queen? Miss Tiger, yes, in the building. Thank you for joining us. It has been such an amazing episode. Um, I hope that everyone listening to this has enjoyed having you here as much as we have had having you here. Um, it's been amazing. There's so many things that we want to touch on. We would love to have you come back at some point in time. Uh, we have a special announcement for our 20th episode, mm-hmm. which um we will be talking about in the discord soon enough and we mm-hmm. are not too far off from um but ma'am 
Is there anything that you would like to add before we get out of here? Um, you know, just thank you for having me on. Love as always. And that's all, that's all I got to say. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't want to um drop none of your handles or nothing like that. You good? Yeah, where can people find you if no. they want to find you online? Uh so I guess no, they can only it. find you in the CD like, nah. Discord. That's in the Discord. In the yeah. Discord. Yeah. Fontaga, yeah. Fontaga so, in the Discord. No, if you want to get a chance to talk to the lovely Miss Tiger Pearl, please join the Discord. You can find the link to the Discord in the description of this podcast on whatever DSP you find. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so if you listen to us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Anchor, there are all the other stuff that we upload to RSS feeds. Mm. Right. Join the Discord. Engage. Maybe we will at some join point join the Facebook group. You know what I'm saying? CDB Podcast Facebook group. You no. Know? Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on follow Twitter. Us on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, all of that. All, all of that over the place. Shit. You know what I'm saying? As always, hey. I'm one of the motherfucking greatest niggas on this. 800 number one shotgun in the motherfucking building. Mm-hmm. Number one rule is always in the universe. Mm-hmm. Protect your Otherwise, I'm going to catch a goddamn head on people. Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, I am joined by my brother, Chief Chris. Yo, Chief Chris, aka the Creative Chaos. Mr. I don't give a fuck. You already know. Listen, follow me on all social platforms, you know. Um listen, thank you guys for listening. Number 17, uh Tiger. No, thank yes, you. no, and um, yeah, everybody have a good night. Hey, and on that Enjoy note, I'm gonna yeah. take y'all on a journey. Ah! Mm-hmm. And we are gonna get out of here with a musical number. Thank y'all for joining us on the CDB podcast, episode 17. You made me trust you. But I had to make you understand. Episode 17 of the CDB Podcast. It's me you're afraid of. This has been so amazing. You understand me. And I just want to take y'all out with a little what ride of music. Of is the unknown. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Don't, don't be afraid. But I am afraid. Don't be. The running's over. Be podcast me up out of here. find out where you can listen to this we will make sure that this is uploaded if you want to check out all of our playlists we have just recently started this so 
all the playlists that we do have, we will have them uploaded. Mm -hmm. But on that note, we are out of here. CDB Podcast, episode 17. We love y'all. Highlights, boys. Here.